It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. I'm dreaming of a diverse, multicultural, inclusive Christmas. (laughs) 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 That's the 2019 version, right? Well, don't ruin my song, John. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And hi, Mike. Hello. Oh, and, um, oh, and hello, mysterious voice from across the world. The past. I don't know about that mysterious. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, we have a special gift for everyone. We have the returning uh wonderful persona of isaac the man the myth the legend mahoney <laughs> wow uh with that inter- introduction like i think you're saying the hope's too high like... <laughs> well it's it's christmas so it's all about positivity and 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 there we go i appreciate it I appreciate it pretty good <laughs> nice to have you back sir well good to be so, back. so michael what are we doing so today we are I, I was just gonna have you talk. I'm 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 too cold in this. Oh, in here. your fifty degree, <laughs> your fifty degree weather in, the middle in my of fifty December. degree Christmas weather. <laughs> so, so just just so our our um crazy fans can't come and stalk us in from the bushes. Um, what state are you in, Michael? Florida. We've we've so, discussed that that I live in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Double check. So 50 degrees there. I'm in Minnesota, so I'm sitting on a solid one degree as of about two minutes ago. And Mahoney, I believe you are in the, the Rocky Mountain area. Mm-hmm. I'm in Colorado, yeah. And uh, where are you sitting at right now? 30 right now. So Okay. okay. You, see any, snow barely. Yet? you oh. see any snow yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it snows so much here. It's been snowing since like October. Oh well, get wrecked. Yeah, we yeah. didn't get our we didn't get ours till mid November. So at least I'm winning. At least I'm winning somewhere. I miss snow. I miss snow so yeah. much. Snow much. Snow much. <laughs> I you know okay can can we can I say something really stupid? And I think this is like the I mean don't you always the, but well f- fair enough. <laughs> um, the pseudo privilege that I have. I grew up on a lot of army bases. Um. So a lot of people who don't know that they're essentially like small town, potentially like almost like, like they might as well be gated communities. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, a lot of times like lawn care and driveway care and all that stuff has actually taken care of by the base. Like they'll come and mm-hmm. like plow and, and, uh, mow your lawn and stuff. So you're sheltered um, basically. Pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. And it was funny because it's like, um, my, uh, my current girlfriend had a, was renting a house a while back. And so I used to just always shovel or mow and like mm. help out around. Cause I was like, Oh, this is cool. It's like character building. Like I always That's shovel fun. my parents. Dri- <laughs> like when I go home, I'll shovel my parents driveway and stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, I want to be helpful. And like, Oh, it's a good workout. And then all I could think is like, someday I'm going to have a house that I'm going to hate myself every day. <laughs> but I, yeah, I actually enjoyed the, shoveling snow though because it kept me in shape during the winter time. It's what did you see. That's thank you for thing. almost reiterating what I said, and yeah. I love it. I feel justified now. Yeah. I feel validated. Like we had a snowblower 
but we we weren't ever using it because we had like twenty fucking kids in the house, so ah. it was just like <laughs> just make you all grab go. a shovel and go. Yep. You'll be done in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just kick, just kick it. Go build a snowman. Just use the snow in the driveway. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, obviously we're talking winter stuff. I my stupid song at the beginning and all that. I think maybe it's, it's cold tone. outside. Oh, don't do that. That's, that. that's a, that's a, what is that? That's a, that's a no go song. It's now like the radio? me too song now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they actually put out a version, uh, with, um, Michael Bublé and, um, Adina Menzel, uh, Elsa. From yeah. Frozen. And they like, they, for the music video, they had like little kids doing it and they changed up the words they changed up the words Ooh, okay michael okay. michael gave me or isaac gave me a face i'm like no, no 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 they changed up the they changed up the thing so it was like this cute like little whimsical uh flirty song like you know oh soda pop or like i gotta go you know that kind of thing and they're like in a hotel it was it was actually cute little I like kids the in a hotel Shut up. I remember being um, a kid in the hotel, too. <laughs> My parents hey, I just didn't saw, like that. Hey, <laughs> hey and it, it happens. I, I just saw Home Alone 2. Um, That's right. Yeah. And, and, and Donald Trump. Trump Damn Trump, it. Trump, you beat me to it. <laughs> you beat me to it. Um, but I, 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 will still, I will still say I don't hate Baby It's Cold Outside. I hate pretty much every rendition of it, though. <laughs> if that makes sense. Because... Yeah. I am angry, and I will forever be angry at Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel for making the greatest version of that song and never recording a full version from the movie Elf. Oh uh, okay. yeah, I feel like that scene that they use in the movie—it's so good, and it's like because of like Buddy's like naivety that it makes it endearing, and they both sing it really well, surprisingly well. They didn't put out a full-length version for the soundtrack. Why would you not do that? I was so mad. Because uh, no mad. one wants to listen to Will Ferrell sing for an entire Dude, song. But you, <laughs> sir, you are off base. I wanted that. I thought it worked really well because then it, they put because then they recorded a version with Zoe Deschanel and then dude with super deep scary voice. I can't remember his name, but I don't like it. I don't. I, I, okay. No, no me gusta. I was not a fan. I was angry. But speaking well, of Christmas songs. Just, okay, go ahead. I'm just curious. Yeah. Go-to Christmas songs, anybody. Or album, album, even. Well, I did that on the group. I, my album is the Frank Sinatra go-to Christmas album. Mm-hmm. That's, really? That's like the the one I listen. I, dude, I listen to those songs when it's not Christmas time sometimes. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Because I buy it on iTunes, so it's like always around me. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Can, can I be the bad millennial and just say, I'll, I'll just get the Michael Bublé version, which is essentially Frank Sinatra updated? <laughs> nah, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I it's agree. not the I same. Agree. It's not the same, but it's good. They're both good. I'm but, su- yeah. I'm surprised Seth MacFarlane hasn't done like his Christmas album like Sinatra. Yeah. Or maybe he has, and I just haven't heard of it. I don't know. Because he does it's- like all that stuff. Um, yeah. I'm randomly. surprised he's. I'm surprised he hasn't done a Christmas show, like a live, like a live stage Christmas show, like a live musical I'd- show or something. 
Yeah, because he tried to do that comedy one with what's her face who who does Lois's voice on um, Family Guy, Al- uh, uh, Alex or Borstein or something. Okay, I don't know. Um, that tanked, but <laughs> I mean, the guy's got the the live action stage show performance yeah. persona, and when he gets away from the the like dick and fart jokes that people expect from him. The guy is really talented. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's why, like, I'm all about Orville. Like, I really want to watch this, but everybody. But you says haven't it's watched hard. it yet. <laughs> but I watch so many scenes because everybody talks about it, and every yeah. time I watch a scene, I'm like, God, this is what I wanted. Yeah. And um, it is good. It, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's like his take on the Star Trek show. It's yeah. uh, it's it's really good. Actually, a lot of uh, Trekkies like that show more than Discovery. Which I mean, it's actually. With what they deal, especially if you get in the second season of Orville, you know, it's like straight up TNG shit with a couple of, you know, adult jokes in there. But that's about it. The first season has more dick and fart jokes than the second. See, it was funny because the way people explained it to me, it's like watching TNG and you're watching Seth MacFarlane have a really good time doing his essential Mm. uh, fan fiction. And then it's like he wrote this really good script or they're doing this really good scene. And like halfway through, he goes, oh, yeah, Fox expects me to put a joke here. (laughs) Well, he he has to like have so many jokes, I think, per episode. For it to be considered oh. spoof material and not like, because he wanted to do his own Star yeah. Trek shit, but they yeah. wouldn't let him. But that's not Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, I tangent. Remember, Gene Roddenberry's an atheist. I'll, that's not a Christmas I'll, for him either. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll bring it back then. Uh, Mahoney, uh, your album or song or artist? I really like the stuff that Home Free does. Have you guys heard Home Free? No, Mm-mm. no. They are an acapella group. It's these. Five guys, and they were on, man, was it like The Voice or something? Not The Voice. It's like a, they were on one of those shows where like America's you know, the got singers talent. compete, but they they competed as a group. Okay. Know? Oh, okay. Um, and they won. It was a few years back. Holy crap! And it's it's really good. They do a lot of country stuff. Like that's kind of their their home base is doing country covers acapella. Um, but their Christmas stuff is really good. I'm a uh, if if people don't know, Isaac and I are super like uh, choir nerds. Uh, That's we, right. We did some choir for quite some time. Um, sing yeah. me something. Uh, Prove it. Sing me something. I I already started. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> God, what uh, Isaac? You were what baritone? If I remember correctly, or bass. Were you, you were bass. Oh, sorry. Hello. Sorry. Hello notes. You got no. doubt in there. <laughs> Hello, ladies. We were opposite. Um, I was I was tenor one. I was the I was the guy who hit the high notes, and uh, I don't do I don't do that I don't think I can get lot. up there anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, had to do a lot of pinching in my pocket from time to time. Um, <laughs> no but, joke. Uh, yeah. uh, once John was just like screwing around, like making stuff up, trying to find something that sounds good, and this conductor was like, "Yeah, that sounds too Britney Spears." <laughs> no, I do remember that. I absolutely remember that. That was um, it was a solo for a song when we were about to go to New York. And yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, God, that was fun. Uh, one of the best trips of my life. Um, uh, I love acapella. I I I unabashedly love 
uh, acapella stuff and like yeah. uh, quartets and things like that. I think it's impressive. And Christmas is great for that because mm. a lot of the classic Christmas songs were written for mm. harmony. They were written for big choirs and stuff. And so it's just, it's beautiful. You're just asking for it. And um, I, uh, well, yeah, I mean, don't crazy. say that after oh, we yeah, just sorry, talked sorry. about like, school sorry. outside. So my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Uh, dial it back, dial it back. <laughs> um, okay. So what was your album though? Oh, me? Yeah. You didn't say. Oh, um, uh, it, okay. And this is dead serious. <laughs> this, don't get me wrong. I listen to all that stuff and I do a mix mash. I, I listen to just about anything. It's, I bet I you it's a not, CD I have. I am not kidding. My favorite Christmas album which I'm like, I will listen to every single song on it. The NSYNC Christmas album. Oh, 100. Dude. I got that I shit. swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. 100%. This is no bullshit. I love that album. I, I It's a mix of everything. It's pop. It's got classic songs. They got a couple of their own. Yeah. And they they were, I, could, I honestly believe that they were, underrated even though they had you know they were the big flash right 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 one of the groups i think they are underrated um that one came out didn't that come out before mariah carey redid the one uh song all i want for christmas yeah no god that came Um, out afterwards mariah carey did that like forever ago it's like oh no that was like 93 or 94 that she did that huh yeah the mariah carries i just saw this the other day mariah carries all i want for christmas is like one of the top like 12 best still the top ever it's still the top it's because it was like the first time that you really got a twist on those old classics so that's well and not only that you had mariah carries um star power yeah oh yeah and then dude I was telling Hannah, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if most of the top songs ever, ever sold are probably Michael Jackson, Beatles, and something festive. Like, something that oh, yeah, yeah. you come back to every year. Right. Um, so, like a Christmas song or a, or like a... I'll tell you this. I don't, I, know, I don't remember listening to her song that often for it being as, like, popular as it is. I think it's just I mean, because you just... You hear it in stores and shit. You just know Probably. It. Or in movies, yeah. it's always in movies, um, but yeah, nope. NSYNC Christmas album, one hundred percent. I say, just buy it, download it. It's amazing. It's my favorite. Yeah, done. Well, <laughs> done. We know what Mariah Carey doesn't want for Christmas. Nah, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought a little, I thought a little music, little music talk would be nice because it tis the season and whatnots. But um, did you say tism the season? No, I said tis the season. <laughs> you just say season. tism so often. I'm used to it. It's fancy for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, dude. That's EFAP. It's their fault. I, I can't help it. I oh, so now you're blaming consume. your your shit on someone else. So yeah, my, my fan That's base. how it yeah. starts. <laughs> That's what you do. Uh, parry and deflect. That's what you do. I'm I'm blaming me being fat because of Kevin Smith used to be fat. Nailed it. There we go. Since Seems you're blaming. Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I will go. I will say why are all talented directors fat white dudes with beards? Easy. That's why I get fat. So I'm a fat white dude and people will hire me. You're I bald. Just, I, they all have hair. <laughs> but, see, I, but see, I can change that with a simple hat. 
I can trick. It's true. <sighs> so there you go. Put um, the, put the wig on underneath it at least. Attach a wig to it. No, fat people sweat. Wigs are awful. Um, so let's get to the core yeah. of what we <laughs> usually do here. Christmas movies. I mean, yeah, you could have led into that with the fat guy thing about Santa ooh. Claus and oh, a beard. Right. And, oh, my God, John. You missed awesome. Out. Well, f- well, you could have done it, too, Mr. Sagoo. You're just I... like, blah, the blah, the stop talking <laughs> about the fatness. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know just for your defense. Director... Oh, go on. You know who is a director who is bald and rocks a hat is Ron Howard. Uh, yeah and he's also ginger which is very red you know who else is fat and red santa claus boom i don't know how i feel about it but i'll give it to you there you go <laughs> um, also john for your defense kevin smith is balding and you just shave yours all the way off so you don't yeah. have to deal with the spot it's look <laughs> look there's a certain point when you look in the mirror and you go my masculinity was so strong that my hair had depleted it, there's a point where I just need to give up the fight. Yeah. Move south. Speaking of fat gingers in Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of fat gingers in Hollywood, where are this they all? about to be mean. Where are they? Like, oh. Where are all the gingers oh. going? Eventually, they're going to turn Santa Claus something completely different in every movie. Shut up. That talk is already happening. Let's not <laughs> is go there. It? Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, it doesn't already... really matter. He's a fictional. No. Being, well, no, it does matter. Based Shut on up. a real, he's Calm based down. on a real person. Yeah, yeah, I was about so, to say that was a hot take, Michael. <laughs> we, me and Isaac, were both about to jump on that. I mean, Santa Claus is better than Space Wizard, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the number one thing to do: deflect. See, deflect to Star Wars. Um, it's so, so easy to okay. rip on that. All right, go on. So I figure. So I figure the thing to do is we'll do the the just random thing that all podcast internet people do and we're going to talk our favorite go-to Christmas movies like the ones we have to watch every year. Maybe okay. Maybe some honorable mentions, but, but before we do that, yes. Let's talk about something that you should not watch. Here we go. <laughs> this I'm actually curious about. All right. <clears throat> and 5 minutes of slashery. On Christmas? On Christmas, there's a five minutes of slashery segment. Oh, my gosh. Okay, John, guess what I saw. Me, you know what I saw because I've been I complaining know about it. I I'm not. I'm not guessing. I saw, Isaac, guess. Yeah, guess. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. I was told not to actually watch this. I was told not to give it time yep. from people on Twitter. And I was like, okay, I'm not, but I have a pass, a list pass for AMC. So I was like, I, I have nothing to do for this next like hour and a half. So I went and saw it because I was already there seeing Jumanji, um, which that's for another cast. But, uh, uh, yeah, this, this movie is a reboot of a reboot because they had a black Christmas movie back in the seventies in 1974, I think. And then they, I saw that one. That was it was actually pretty good. Then they remanufactured into something else in two thousand and six, I want to say, or two thousand okay. two thousand three to two thousand six, sometime like that. I didn't look this shit up because I don't really care. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, 
that one I did not see, but I heard there was like some weird like brother sister stuff. I don't know. Uh, hmm. Like Game of Thrones All brother right. sisters. Um, as you yeah. can imagine, why you skipped that? One, you know? like, why? <laughs> but uh, so this one came out, and it takes place with sororities again, and and uh, it's again, uh, it takes place with the sorority. They're on college campus through Christmas break because apparently a hundred freaking students stay on college campus during college break. Um, <laughs> I don't understand that, but okay. Uh, deans are there, security's there, whatever. This movie is horrible. Let's get away from all the the crap that the internet talks about right now with the sure. SJW woke all that bullshit. I don't sure. care about that. I actually so like Michael. that aspect of it because they kind of did it so like out in your face. It was like kind of like a hyperbolic statement on it, which kind of made almost it like fun. a parody. Yeah, it, it kind of made it okay. fun in that way. But everyone else is like, it's so woke. Oh, it's going to go um, broke. Well, it's going to go broke because it's a horror movie around Christmas. No one gives a Michael, crap. Michael, before you saw this movie, would you perhaps say you were dreaming of a black Christmas? No. No? no. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I, I've never thought of that. Like, is that where the name came from is? I have no, no idea. No. Racist. No. no. Like the Beatles. Dude, I mean, the actually, white I think album. this is the one. Oh, movie. The black <laughs> yeah. album. So it's like. Yeah. It's written by Jay Z. White and Black Christmas. Yeah. I think this is the first movie, too, that didn't say the title of the movie in the movie. Boo! Which is weird. That's when I buy the ticket. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to hear the title Ooh, of the movie. As soon as I hear them say the title of a movie, I'm like, oh, cool. They did it. They got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spider-Man, you're in Europe. You must be far from home. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, the movie is just We're bad. It's game. bad. It's poorly, poorly structured, put together and everything. <laughs> We're in the end game now. No, um, no, no. So, yeah, it's, it's just not worth going to see. Uh, again, besides all the woke stuff, like, uh, and I don't really care about that. It's it was yeah. actually a cool premise the way they did it. But they rushed it so much. They dealt more mm. with the feminism and wokeness than they did with the actual main point of the movie. So you didn't understand why certain things were happening. They didn't flesh the enough crap out that they could have. It so, felt like a, for my biggest complaint is what I've heard is that um, it, you just got marketed. You got tricked. Like yeah, oh totally because the the trailer for this, I thought this was going to be a badass Christmas slasher film. This well, is I not was, it, a badass. Yeah. This is not yeah, really the, even a slasher film. It's not. It's when when it's, I when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it's like Happy Happy Death Day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what like, it it felt like through the trailer, dude. I'm gonna. They had a bow and arrow. <laughs> This uh, oh, the Arrow first confirmed. movie. It's Arrow just, first confirmed. It's like okay, it's it's cool because that when you first like see it, it's just like an arrow comes out of nowhere and it hits something, so you get that initial jump. But then when you see the killer with a bow and arrow in his hand, you're like, what? What is going on with this movie? And they don't even like, explain why the guy has a bow and arrow ever. It's like, you know, Jason, he has a machete because he takes it from somebody, you know? It's like, 
All these other things. Oh, the killer had a bow and arrow? Yes, the killer. Oh, I thought you were like, I thought like, you know, the girls started to army, arm themselves with stuff and they just happened to have a bow. No, and arrow. they get the bow and arrow from him and arm themselves with it. The bow and arrow was prominent through like the final act of the movie, dude. Oh. I'm just like, I was kind of okay. sad too, because I was like, I'm seeing more arrow here than I did in crisis, but okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But that's sad. That's it. That's I mean, my my biggest complaint is really the script needed tightened up. They 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 tried to put too much stuff into this this movie that it, it, honestly, this movie should have been for Netflix. Pretty much you were or looking any for, streaming service, you know, you were looking for campy slasher. Let's yeah. chase down pretty girls in a sorority. But that's just not what you got. Right. Right. And it Fair wasn't enough. like your generic, like pretty girls either. Cause they were, you know, cause nowadays everyone, you know, it has to be mm -hmm. bigger girls and all these other things. And you know, they, of course they kill a geeky girl and I'm just like, what? the geeky girl's supposed to live in the horror movie. Come no. on. Right. No, because That's reading right. books is for nerds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, knowledge is not power. Don't, 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 don't waste the money seeing that in theaters. I didn't. So. <laughs> I like it. I, I, all right. I gotta but, take your word for so, it, but I appreciate you. Was the killer at least like on the archery team or something? Like, they don't explain any... why they have the bow ever. <laughs> no. It's like, and they don't unmask that person, so it ends up being like a shitload of killers. What? And they're like under uh, uh, the spoilers for Black Christmas. How yeah, about that? Because I don't Go think you guys are gonna watch it. No, it ends up no. being like okay, so. There's one girl gets this statue of like the guy who started the college taken off because he liked owned slaves and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So that statue ends up in the fraternity where those guys end up finding out that that statue, and this is all like said aloud, like it's in the all, all exposition, exposition cool. up the ass for the last, like, you know, 20 minutes of the movie. And like, he's saying it and he's like, the boys found out that this thing, because it has black goo that comes out of it, apparently, for some reason now, uh, because it was taken out of his glass case and shit. So they have it in their frat house. Black goo comes out. The black goo, if you put it on them, it, like, controls them, mind controls this, the people, gives them super strength or something. I'm or... so out right now. Right? There is so much going on, Michael. And then this that's, sounds like, a that's like all movie. the exposition they really give is like, oh, men are men are the, the stronger race and women are the lower race. And we need to. Uh, and, and there's one girl that like helps them. So she's OK. She's allowed to stay alive. And uh, there's like they're like, we're going to kill every girl that by, doesn't by like, the way, bow down to us, basically. But by the way, uh, male and female are not races. I'm just going to throw that's that out racist. Right. Also, um, also. You're telling me that a toxic goo infected men? Oh, also, oh yeah, yeah, toxic yeah. masculinity I, confirmed. Yes. Also, they were saying that the guy, the 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 head of the the school, he do dove into the like dean. black arts and shit like that. No, not the dean. The guy did. who created the school, oh. um, okay. who the, the bust is of for the statue, and it's like yeah. so. Then all these guys are bad. They're killing people and stuff, and they're all frat boys. So whatever. But it seems like only some of them are, like, mind-controlled and others aren't. So it's weird. And then, like, at the end of the movie, like, her boyfriend or this guy that she likes, like, the main girl. Of course, he's the only black guy in the movie, too. He gets, like, the thing put on to him. 
and is like mind controlled. But then like she breaks the thing and he snaps out of the mind control, but it doesn't seem like anyone else does because they're all still like trying to kill the girls. And then he's like the only dude that lives in the entire movie. It's a bunch of girls and the black guy. Wow. And all the frat dudes are just nothing but white dudes, too. So that's where I can see why people are like, this movie's like way too woke and shit because of like these things. But I'm like, besides that, it's still a bad movie. They don't yeah. explain the goo stuff very well. And then like the girl had seen earlier in the movie she had seen like them like do like the little roundy thing on their head which looks like a normal like uh initiation process for a fraternity when they do yeah, it yeah. where she saw or and then like as soon as these people are trying to kill her she doesn't know who these people are yet they're in the car racing and she's like explaining everything like the black stuff must be like controlling them and they're like killing us all because they don't like women. i'm like how do you know this? What do you do? This yeah. movie with the, the, so this is what I told the other guy that I talked to about this. This movie would have been better as like a TV show where you could explain more stuff mm-hmm. and then kind it like would have screen, worked like a scream, kind of like a something. scream Queens. Yeah. Where you could explain more and dive into the history of that. Or, or they can be like in the library looking at books for the black magic stuff to yeah. learn about the goo, not to just like, tell me, the guys found this goo coming out the statue. They decided yeah, to rub it on like their a, bodies for some reason, but okay. This sounds like a really this sounds like a really shitty terrible version of Buffy. Um Yeah, like a bad episode. Say, yeah. I was gonna said, say it sounds like uh Prometheus. It must be a sequel of Prometheus, right? Oh my god. I don't well, remember you saw, Prometheus. You said, <laughs> well you said like you said like rubbing black goo on. I was like, yeah, if you had a smart writer, you could do some cool stuff like oh, imagine get this. one of the cult people like put the blue goo in like football players yeah, like, yeah. tar so when they smeared on their face and shit. Right. That'd be smart. Well get this though. They when they bleed, they bleed black goo. <laughs> Fuck, of course. <laughs> what are they, aliens now? Right? I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. None of okay, that makes that sense. So okay, that's it though for Black Christmas. Don't go see yeah. the movie. I just told you all the stuff, anyways. Yeah, that was awful. Oh wait, that they did open brain. up with a bad. Uh, they opened the movie up with a uh, a dildo joke and a masturbation joke for women, and that's how they opened the movie. So that's right Nailed there. It. You knew a like quality. the tone of the movie. Ladies and gentlemen, we have achieved oh, equality. No, it wasn't that. It was. A dildo joke and a, you don't need men anymore because you have a dildo now to do the job. That's what it was. That's well, exactly what it was. Let's let's be fair. I do think my biggest shortcoming is that I'm not battery operated. If 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 we're gonna be honest. Hook a car battery up to your balls. <laughs> no, wait, what? <laughs> Isn't that like a James Bond trap? Um I mean, oh, no. you won't be lying to her when you say, oh, baby, feels so good. <laughs> no, I'm literally turned on. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get away. From, let's okay, get let's away get from away from, from a black Christmas and get to a, well, I don't want to say white Christmas, but. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get, get to, to a, a happier. A, multi- a multicultural, diverse, uh, inclusive Christmas. No more slashery, even though that doesn't sound like the voice. Close enough. <laughs> oh my god! It's All right, this stuff. thing is getting hot. Yes, yeah, see, I did. I was rocking a Santa hat, and I immediately bailed. I pulled the eject oh. cord very quickly.
All right. So, so since Michael uh, started us off with a horrible, horrible film, I think it'd be great to talk about films. Let's get into some good shit for for Christmas. Wait, Um, we need a soundbite for that. Films that we love. No, it's gotta be Christmas. It's like (laughs) jingle bells, movies, smell. I'm gonna watch crap. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) that was a fail. Um. So. Everybody has their personal list of Christmas movies that they have to see every year. Um, good or bad, I don't care. Um, the list is getting more and more spectacular thanks to Hallmark, Netflix, all that stuff. But we all have our classics. Um, I know Isaac's on a bit of a time constraint today, yeah. so I'd really like to start with you. So um, really just, I think... Let's just talk your list. Anything that maybe you've seen this year that you think should be added to people's lists. Uh, the list you've had for since you were a kid, maybe. Like, your top five. Like, the ones, if you don't watch those by the end of Christmas Day, you have you have failed your city. <laughs> I always say I traditions. Your traditional movies. Like, yeah. Because like, I'm trying Ooh. to build that tradition in my house where we watch specific ones every year. And then we right. toss in random ones, so. Nicely done. Yes. Vocabulary. Yeah. It's good. No, it's good. I mean, it used to be long, but, like, it, it gets shorter and shorter as life gets busier. And, you know, there's certain things you grew up watching in your family that maybe the wife doesn't like. And so it's like, ah, that doesn't make it yeah. anymore, you know. So uh, let me let me give you my – I've got five, and then one I'm, I'm trying to add to the repertoire. So uh, – it's a Wonderful Life, Die Hard. Die Hard. Wait, wait, no. <clears throat> Die Hard. Internet is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Yes, the writer said it was. Boom. That's not always works, but I also agree it is. <laughs> I also agree it is. Is there so a Christmas we... tree in the movie? Christmas movie. Boom. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Mahoney, back to your list. <laughs> Die Hard number two. Charlie Brown Christmas. Ooh, yeah, good. Home Alone. All right. And here, here's where it kind of like is a tie. Some years we go for Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Kind of a different choice, but it is yeah. very, it feels very Christmassy. Well, and it also works uh, with you because of like the, the Christian like ideology that's kind of behind it because of C.S. Lewis, right? So Right. Oh, yeah. So, so I could see that. And Christmas yeah. does happen. I mean, Father Christmas shows up and gives the kid, kids yeah. for Christmas. So, and it yeah. happens in snow, Turkish delights. Yeah. White Always witch. winter, never Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one I actually rewatched is Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes! And I've never seen the whole thing all the way through. And it was great. It it's was great. It's fucking glorious. It's got to be on there. I yes! Don't... I don't think I've ever watched the Muppet Christmas one. I've watched the pirate yes. one that they did, but not the oh, Christmas Treasure one. Island. Yeah, Treasure Island you, I've seen. Your kids will love it. Watch it. It's the best. I think it should be on everybody's Christmas You'd list. You'd think they'd it love to. it, but my kids Muppets are, are cool. <laughs> Puppets are cool, and there's songs. Yeah, I, I thought it was really great because uh, do they do it a good blended job? so much of like the the novel in sorry okay but... i was gonna say do they do a good job with blending the actual story into it oh yeah 
Yeah, they did. They used two Muppets as narrators. And so they're actually saying lines that are straight from the book. Uh, it's, and Gonzo, I have got... it's Gonzo and Rizzo play the, the narrators. Oh, it's not the, the two old grumpy story. guys? Oh, no, no. They use them. Okay. Do they? The yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're the ghost. They're Marley's ghost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ghosts. So I have kind of a, a cool connection to Christmas because um, growing up, I was in a Christmas play like, like almost every year. And um, I got to be Ebenezer Scrooge one year and in A Christmas Carol. And I got to be George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. And so <laughs> when I watch these movies, you know, I have an appreciation of like having had the whole thing memorized, right? And or seeing getting how into they the do head, this and stuff. Like getting into the headspace of the character and stuff like that. That's pretty Maybe. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and it's uh Did you go method acting on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this grumpy old man. <laughs> um no, I love the fact that you picked Muppet. Um also like I do I actually love the fact that a lot of the ones that you picked um are music oriented. Like mm -hmm. um Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown Christmas is one I don't, I think everybody really understands and knows, but like never tends to be one that's talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. um, why, why do you think, uh, why do you think you threw Charlie Brown Christmas up there? It's a, it's very nostalgic. It's something that's, mm -hmm. it's on TV all the time and it's just got a lot of, uh, it, it's got the music in it and Linus telling the Christmas story just reciting it um for a lot of people growing up like that was their christmas like that's what they remember is mm -hmm. linus mm -hmm. and uh talking about the angels and everything mm -hmm. and i think it's just really beautifully done it's it's not uh cheesy um mm -hmm. but you just watch it and you're just like oh, this just it feels honest happy. it feels yeah. honest and wholesome like come on dude it's the peanut it's the peanuts character like, <laughs> yeah you and like we all know the music, like the doo -doo 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 -doo. like you hear it at every flipping retail store mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love that. Well, and it's like it's that weird. Um, it's so weird to compare it to this, but it's that weird South Park dichotomy, like where it's like things being said by children somehow makes it more poignant out of the mouth of babes type deal. Um, yeah. I like the cast. I like. Yeah, I kind of wish I, – I do kind of wish – because, like, Charlie Brown Christmas and and uh, Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving one is really good, and I like the Great Pumpkin stuff. Like, And the fact they that really, they haven't, like, redone those, too, which is nice. I would love – well, I, I mean, how do you redo those other than just making the animation look better? Right. Maybe? Um, so, okay, so Charlie Brown's, like, old-school 2D animation – um, it's kind of hard not to talk about those old classic cartoon type stuff without talking about like the stop motion stuff, like, uh, the Rudolph. original Rudolph. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I refuse to believe that you don't have Rudolph somewhere in there, like in parentheses, like around that. Yeah. I, I like to watch that one. That's one we usually throw on like while we're setting up the tree or something like yeah, that. It could be in the background. And I love the snow monster, man, the bomble. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the island, okay, really, that should be on my list because that island of misfit toys, toys, man, yeah, that is like one of the best metaphors ever. Is they yeah. show up 
and there's here's all these toys that like don't know their purpose and they're singing the song and it's like dude this is this is life this is people We're it's the, so fun <laughs> um no it's fun oh i love the background stuff yeah i picked muppet christmas carol because muppet christmas carol is my favorite like by far my my entire life um uh when we when we get to my section we'll i'll, I'll dive deeper into it but uh that's my um I'll probably just watch it more than once, but also that's my background one for like setting up the tree and doing stuff because man, they have some good songs yeah. in that, in that. And uh, it gets you in the spirit, man. I, I mean, when it comes to holidays and stuff, I'm, I'm always about music. It's always about music for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have to hear the sounds of the, of the holiday to get into the holiday for me. So yeah. I think it might be a little skewed. That's why I love uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas that you picked. Right. And, and um, uh, Die Hard, come on. <laughs> yeah. Die Hard's great. Die Hard's yeah. just a great film. I think I, I refuse to believe that Laura considers that the one you have to see before Christmas. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's like, uh, it's, it's all right. She's not a big fan of it. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I think it's it's basically a perfect action movie. I agree. Yeah. And it's I'd just a great Christmas movie. Yeah. I like, every every I mean, year I watch it, I'm like, this is great. I got to keep watching this every Christmas. It gets, well, nice and I think it sounds really dumb, but it's like, it's a movie that's so good, but you don't want to, you don't want to overplay it and like figure out why it's potentially not good. Um, but like knowing you can watch it each year with a, with an excuse, but um, it might not be like traditionally Christmassy. It just happens to take place around christmas time uh, what bro no no fight We're not it. going it. there no no let's have a talk okay let's have a talk go let's ahead go. say what you're let's saying no say I'm just saying. Saying. I, th- I i think um you know they they have the motif it's all happening during christmas and you have a couple of people like you know obviously they allude to like the characters like coming home to to see family or they want to get home and see their family but they have this thing they got to deal with I think it's a cool action movie that takes place during Christmas, so it's a good enough excuse to call it a Christmas movie. Isn't isn't being saved and not killed a good Christmas present? There you go. There you go. I mean, Doesn't he give a say- Christmas present to the guy down at the bottom when he throws the body out the window? <laughs> 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 Aren't there a lot of red and blue lights flashing around the building like Christmas time? Mm-hmm. Is okay. Yeah, blue is sure. part of it. Sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. I have given this some thought, and there's a lot of movies where Christmas happens in it, yeah. versus like the movie is a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Okay, it's not and, like everything think... has to be a Hallmark Christmas movie, John. Right. Not what I'm saying. Calm down. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just starting a conversation, Michael. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of things. So, uh, movies that have Christmas in it, but I would not consider a Christmas movie. Uh, Rocky Four, Fight is on Christmas Day. How dare but you? But it's kind of just thrown in at the end. Beauty and the Beast. Is Beauty that a Christmas is- movie? It's a winter movie, not a Christmas movie. There's, right. no, there's no Christmas tree or anything. They don't celebrate mm-hmm. Christmas in France, do they? <laughs> John, really? That was be. That was Did before. I, I do know. Be, that was before the revolution, and they got rid of Christianity. Yes, yeah, so he sucked. <laughs> anyway, 
uh, Lethal Weapon, Batman Returns. Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. They have a giant Christmas tree. Come on now. Their it's Christmas true. tree they is almost as Christmas great movie. as the one in The Grinch with Jim Carrey. So Shazam's a Christmas <laughs> movie then. <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins is a Christmas movie, the first one. That one literally takes place around Christmas. Like they have Christmas presents. Isn't that he a Christmas present or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See? Christmas movie. I wasn't fighting that one. Can we talk about why Die Hard is? You idiot. I do think think Die Hard is Christmas is woven into the story a lot. Like he's going home for Christmas and has a lot to do with his family and like trying to reconnect with his family. You have beethoven's ode to joy in the soundtrack throughout the whole thing true and then you have that theme of like greed and hans Gruber, Gruber and his greed and the christmas party and so um it's not as christmas as say charlie brown or muppets yeah. but i do think there's a lot of things in there that makes it feel like a christmas movie uh more than say rocky four where he's like yes this is christmas and we learn to love each other you know yeah if i could change you can change use can change we all can change we all can change (laughs) (laughs) whatever obviously it's one of the more iconic rocky films it's obviously the weakest one or no five five doesn't exist though five is shit um how many fucking uh, rocky movies were there there's seven well okay before the creed Creed. before creed Six. Six. six six Six. Okay. Yeah. Five and doesn't I, exist. I can guarantee I six haven't seen de- all of them. So. Six is a decent ending. I really, really love Creed. I don't want to see Creed two because they're just gonna ruin it. Wasn't Five six like awful. the one they recently did before Creed? Like right before Creed? It was Balboa. It was called Balboa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. And it, and it was years ago. It was fine. It was fine. It was a good send off. But well, and that's why I would argue Creed is fine too it's a good continuation of the story without him being the center presence keeping that world alive without yeah yeah but we can talk more on that because i love the rocky franchise later yeah but yeah um, me too but uh die hard uh but anyway i do think there is a difference between christmas is in it versus like the whole story is kind of woven around christmas like almost like the themes carry itself right okay right I, i feel you but hey I'm not. Uh, I'm not the author of Christmas or anything like that. So. No, no, no. I, I feel. I just look. It's a hot debate right right now <laughs> with Die Hard being a Christmas movie. I, I feel you should watch it during the Christmas festivities. I don't know how. There are some diehards. I feel that's sorry to always, say it, <laughs> but they they really do hammer home christmas but i do really like a few of your uh your examples there mahoney i will definitely have those in the back of my mind the next time i watch it i do like the idea of the greed and family reconnection and and uh not only is he is he greedy but he's there giving like the face of like he's not there for the money necessarily right away which is like if you go to a family member's house, you're kind of there. Ah, oh, family, but I want the fucking present. Give me the present. Well, I mean, <laughs> project projecting a little, but I, I feel you. Um, no, it's just as like, a kid. But as, again, a, as a kid, you know. As yeah, an sure, adult, sure. I don't sure, give sure. a crap. Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd rather just stay home and eat. Um, Netflix and chill uh, but, on Christmas. Yeah, uh, but no, no, I feel you because a lot of times those arguments tend to be superficial. It's like, oh, there's a Christmas tree, there's a Christmas party. He yeah. says ho ho ho, 
that kind of stuff. But um, no, I, I I like the I like the idea of uh, a thematic uh, look at it. So that's interesting. So we got what? So what do we have? We have uh, Die Hard at two, Chris uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, Muppets, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, and then Home Alone. I like, and could could we make the argument? Let's be fair, just to help lists. Can we just say Home Alone one and two get go together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just want to say it because it's so hard not to watch both back to back. Yeah. Um, but I do think I do. Oh man, it's so hard. Um, because the second movie is just as good, but more ramped up. But the it's first a lot one faster so... paced than the first one, which is nice. Yeah, because I yeah. like I like I think I like the first one more just because the concept worked mm-hmm. really well. But fuck, dude, the second one's way more entertaining. I just watched yeah. the first one last night, and I was like it's looking good. at I was like, you know how many things had to happen for this kid to get left at home alone? Yo, yeah, <laughs> but you also have to understand like, it was made it. A it had to be his too. ticket that got thrown away. It had to be like him getting put upstairs. <laughs> The power going out, the kid coming over from next door to get counted as him, uh, and then a his guy mom the still air- randomly knows it's him for some reason without checking the kids. What? And a guy and a guy in the airport wearing the exact same outfit as his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's for two. That's for two. That's Home Alone too. Yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because okay. Home Alone. Oh yeah, because he doesn't, he doesn't even get, get on. He doesn't even get on. The, he doesn't even get on the transit. He's buses. asleep yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. 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 Um, and oh, I, that's another thing with Home Alone. How <laughs> this? I brought this up with Nikki because I was like, yeah, yeah. "What the hell? How did he know the guy going through the window to step on the the stuff there was not yeah. gonna have his shoes on when he came in through that window?" Oh, Marv, right? Yeah, there's no, no. Any one of them could come through the window oh, at yeah. any time. And I was oh, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "What the hell?" <laughs> And um, then I was like, okay, I gotta shut my brain off. Oh yeah, there's moment. a lot of con- there's a lot of convenience. Well, to be fair, there's a lot of convenience in both, but um, in all of them. You kind of, you, yeah, you kind of <laughs> you kind of let it go. I, oh, dude, I really only operate on the first two, but um, uh, I, well, I mean, but I liked I liked the underlying ideal of it was almost Wonderful Life esque mm-hmm. in the first one because he actually thinks he wished his parents away. Right. So it makes right. so it makes the ending a lot more powerful. The second one, it's like here we go again. Yeah. And he and he's a little bit more in on the joke. Um. So I like that. That both movies give you something a little bit different to his character. It's like oh he realizes I do have value with my family. I'm still kind of confused why he doesn't tell his family about the robbers. Like, that would be the uh, f- one thing my kids would they tell do. me. they bring it up every they, day if it happens. No, they do. They do in between movies. That's why, I, I think, if I remember correctly, that's why he has all that fucking money in New York, right? No, he why has his he dad's bag. Oh, he's got the fucking bag. Yeah, the, he, his parents never credit, find out about that stuff. And the credit card. Yeah. They don't even find out that about it strange. in New York. It's like... That's true. A kid uh, opens he, their mouth. And, is go- and how did the house get so clean so fast that night? I, Why would he clean it up they, if he thought his family was gone? I thought they. I th- oh man. Well, you also got to realize. You also got to realize one kid's not going to make as big a mess as fucking fourteen people. I'm talking about all the traps he set in the house. Oh. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Movie Sorry, magic. Let me, Movie magic. Let me throw this out there. I think that Home Alone is Die Hard for kids. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was actually, oh God, somebody made a better, com- uh, made a comparison and I can't think of what it was. And they just Damn say it. filthy animal instead of, uh, 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 what is he saying? Yippee Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I should uh, not have blinked on that one. One of the things that I still like, and it, I, I think it's, I think I'm just senile or something, but people always like remind me that the, the, the filthy animal movie that he watches, they, they shot that for the movie. Yeah. Like that's not a real movie. Yeah. Everything that's you see is what they shot. <laughs> that's that's it. awesome. That's pretty cool. Oh, when I, when I was younger, I was like, Oh, where's this movie? And I can't believe I've never Googled it to see the movie and go, yeah. Oh, I want to buy the movie and I want to watch the crappy one that he watches. No, they shot it and it works so well. Cause it feels like an old, like, Timey yeah. mobster yeah. goofy film. It had, I, I was, they had I to shoot that. it exactly like that. Otherwise, how else would it work so perfectly with the film every time he uses yeah. it? Yeah. And then the I second love, one in the second movie, he has another movie of the same thing, like Filthy yeah. Animal Two or whatever. And they TV. do it better. Like, uh, and they do it so they do all the jokes better. Yeah. It's all the same jokes, but they do them better in the second one. Yeah. yeah it's like angels with dirtier faces or something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my, 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 one of my bigger hangups is, uh, this is something I never noticed before until I watched, um, wasn't necessarily a review. It was like a fun commentary over the films. Mm-hmm. People really look at, um, both the wet bandits and the sticky bandits, quote unquote, same, same group as being completely, completely stupid. Yeah. Now Mar Marv is the idiot. Let's be fair. He is the 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 quintessential i mean he is the dumb. reason they get in trouble for all the crimes in the yeah. first movie but joe pesci his character he's actually extremely intelligent yeah he makes a couple of really dumb choices because the movie says hey i gotta do a dumb thing to, right to make this work but man his like intuition and like his observation skills are so fucking on point and actually the idea of playing a cop and like casing people's houses during the holidays is fucking genius mm-hmm. <laughs> like and like he'll see like he'll see the stupid kid give him a look and he goes he noticed something like he's so good at reading the situation it's really impressive so the the call them both flat out stupid characters well in the second one he kind of loses all that you no, know? he still does it. It's always uh, Marv. Marv ruins everything, dude. Marv yeah. is always the dumb one. I, I'm and, curious um, why he doesn't just use the police outfit to go rob the houses and give some. Well, because you because you don't want to. I don't know. You don't want to. Uh, you know why is a cop going randomly into somebody's house? You, and it, it, well, if somebody's home on the accident, like the kid, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, the back door was open." I was making sure everyone's okay inside. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Nope. I just um I I think I think those movies hold up. I think they're fun. Yeah. And they definitely they definitely move over to the realm of cartoony pretty quick. Yeah. So you're kind of Especially okay the it. older you get and you look at them, you're yeah. like Okay. Okay. But <laughs> I wish But they I wish... do a, a decent job of like setting it up. Oh, your phone lines are gonna be down for the week. Oh this, yep. oh the you know, this and that. Yeah, so they set up they set they up do, they, properly. They put little they put little puzzle pieces on and so it might not be it might not necessarily be 100% believable but they're yeah but they set it up and they put the groundwork in so it's a little bit easier to swallow so i yeah. think there's a difference between it's like oh that was convenient versus all right well they set this up 
it's and a little honestly, contrived, like, but we'll like the it. thing of them throwing his plane ticket away at the beginning doesn't even matter because they just hand the plane tickets to the the stewardess and get on the plane anyways. She doesn't even count them or anything, so it doesn't matter. Nah, man. That's and it's not like they're, you give your individual plane ticket out back then in the 90s. It wasn't like, here's one for yeah, I was gonna, this person, this person, and this person. So Yeah, you have a lot for you have a lot of give for yeah. it was the time. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, why John when McLean's, I hear Disney wanting to remake that shit. <laughs> stupid. John McClane had a gun on the plane. So Yeah. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> Different times. Different times. Um okay, so so okay. about It's a Wonderful Life. Just curious, do you, yeah. do either of you guys have It's a Wonderful Life on your list? Um no. it's a little it's a little too slow and a little too i i've seen the retelling of the story in ways that are a little more entertaining for me okay. i like i like the film i don't see myself pulling it out on a constant yearly basis but okay I, but i do know it very well and i enjoy it very very much but um i mean you gotta talk about it why why because you also you also brought it up as your number one I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is that your number one then on your list? Okay. Yes, that's okay. my number one. Yeah. So we got to know why. Yeah. That's great. Right. So it's a wonderful life. I would consider it one of the best movies of all time. I mean, just the best Christmas movie. Really? Because I think it is really timeless. Okay. I think it speaks to the human experience really well. And I, there's a lot of good things about it. You know, you have Jimmy Stewart's acting, which is really good. I think he just brings it to life. You have the iconic Mr. Potter. Is this is great villain? Um, it's a movie where the villain actually isn't punished in the end. The villain kind of gets away with it, but that's okay. Like that's not the point of the story necessarily. Well, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be almost. You want to keep it realistic because you have this weird, um, you know, divine intervention. Yeah, it's like how yeah. do you how do you keep it grounded? And it's like you know not. You know, not every bad guy's punished. Not every good guy wins in the end, quote unquote. So it's kind of nice right. to keep it a little grounded. That's nice. Right. And I think that it's Christmas time can be a really difficult time for people as they reflect on life or family or decisions that they've made. Or lack and, of family or right. like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So having a movie that is about somebody struggling with their life that he is seriously contemplating suicide and then is able to look at his life from a different lens and see, you know, there were all these good things. There was meaning in all of this. And I think they developed his story really beautifully um, because it's based on a short story. And the short story was basically a, a guy's really depressed. And so this angel shows him an alternate past and present where he didn't live. But the movie adds a lot. It walks through his whole life. It shows him as a kid saving his brother. It shows him growing up. And it shows all these disappointments in his life. Like it builds up how he wants to go to college, but then he doesn't because his dad dies and he has to take over the family business. Um, He's excited to go travel and see the world. And then the day he's leaving on his honeymoon to see the world that's when the stock market crash happens and he gives all his honeymoon travel money to the bank so mr potter doesn't take over the whole town like you just see this guy give and give and give and give to the point where he has nothing nothing. he feels like what what have i done i've just given everything 
And I think we feel like that sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, okay, I did all these self-sacrificing things or I did stuff for my family or whatever. And, and now what do I have to actually show for it? And then given that chance to see, you know, there's a reason. Like if you weren't there to save your brother, your brother wouldn't have grown up to be a pilot and save all those guys in the transport in World War II, oh, right? Yeah. Um, if you didn't have been here to stop Mr. Potter, like this is what would have happened to the town. And in the end, it's, he doesn't really care about the money anymore. It's all about his family and what makes life meaningful. And uh, it, it just gets me every time. Well, like, it just seems like even just like uh, even even the way you were describing that, that was really, really well described. Um, no, I think it's uh, it's timeless. I think that's why people because I could almost make the argument Christmas Carol is kind of an offshoot of that. This ideal like where a man is forced to go back and look at his decisions or look at his life. And yes. there's a reason why that concept uh, can be retold in different, uh, formats. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the ideal of human condition and, um, the ideals of cause and effect. And which yeah. I think, especially given our time now, when it comes to, I mean, honestly, it sounds really dumb, but like, even just what we're doing here right now on the microphones is, uh, some of the, uh, most poignant or thoughtful interactions I get on a weekly basis with people. Um, and yeah. that's sad. That's even really when sad. I say, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. Black Christmas sucks. Um, <laughs> um, you know, conversation is slowly dying. Um, the internet is more of a, I post an opinion and we don't talk about it anymore. Right. Any, um, or people it's fight more about it. Or you defend you're, yeah. you're, you're, it's post and defend, not necessarily I'm saying something to start a conversation. And I think that disconnect, uh, does, does lend itself to letting, uh, quality films like wonderful life. I, I think I pretty much almost said why I'm dumb <laughs> about why I don't watch it as much every year, yeah. um, is because of that disconnect. I think we, mm. we're moving so fast and trying to get things done. We don't think about why we're doing it. Yeah. And, um, and how our decisions affect everyone, not just ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, the way, yeah, the way you brought that up, I immediately want to watch it now. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. and again, Jimmy Stewart's fantastic. Uh, I, I very seldom, and, and a lot of, a lot of times I think because of the way movies are, a lot of old stuff just falls away because I don't right. know, people have this weird and, uh, this weird idea in their head that they're just not good. Um, mm -hmm. I remember watching it happened one night, like back in the 19, like fifties or forties or something. It's one of my favorite films. Um, you forget that like good actors were always around. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And something cool about it's a wonderful life is that was Jimmy Stewart's first movie back from world war II. Oh wow. And he was, he was a pilot and he saw a lot of people die. Yeah. And so as he's, playing this character going through all this stuff he's as a man processing his own ptsd and the own loss yeah. he's seen in his own life and that movie was actually a failure when it first came out people thought it was too dark yeah this, well this I, too serious for a christmas movie yeah. well let's be fair the first the i guarantee you a lot of people who are listening to that christmas movie first thing you hear is he's contemplating suicide <laughs> it'll turn people off but if right. you but if you could get past that dark moment 
you see what comes of it. You know what I mean? Like you have to have the low point to earn right. the high point. And I think that's a part of movie making that we don't get anymore is yes. that everybody wants it to be me. Like nobody earns anything anymore. There's a power source. You don't become the power. You don't work hard and achieve it. Right. You don't have self-inflection or self-awareness anymore. You just, if you want it, you can get it, but they don't tell right. you how. And, yeah. and, um, or the why. And, um, yeah, the way you describe that, it's like, man, that's just good storytelling. It's, 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 it's a, it's a character study that using his experiences, you can then try to infer or put some metaphorical meaning on your own life experiences and put yourself in there. And I think that's, yeah, man, you may have sold me. I think I may be watching this, this, this year for once. And I might try and drop it back on. Um, cause I, cause like I said, I mean, every TV show does it. Every t- TV show has that episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, movies have been remade over and over and over again, giving that weird, like if you didn't exist, you know, butterfly effect effect type stuff. Um, but I think this was the pure, the pure version of it. Like the most wholesome American life. <laughs> you know what I mean? The 1950s, you know, what do they call them? The radioactive fan what do they call it <laughs> i lost it what is the it nuclear called? family nuclear family i said radioactive family <laughs> the they're radioactive. all superheroes they're all bitten by spiders um <laughs> wow um i think uh yeah i think it's simple storytelling taught uh given in an honest way that maybe because it's not loud and squeaky people don't pay attention to it so well, yeah, i mean I you mean, gotta think too isn't it kind of technically one of the first movies to deal with like a multiverse type thing like different alternative realities john damn it you did it damn (laughs) it you did it you did it fair enough i mean it's like i mean especially for how old it is they weren't really dealing with a whole lot of stuff back then whether it's a christmas movie or not it should be looked at in the form of like this not only the message the movie gives, but like what it opened up for other movies later down the line. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Will George Bailey appear in identity? (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, that's no, that's no, that, you know, I, I think you sold me. Good, good call, sir. Um, thanks, Ben. Thanks. So we got, so we got that. So any honorable mentions? Any any holiday movies coming up soon that you you think will either get added to the list? Oh man, or... I, I tried watching some on Netflix recently. There's just <laughs> so many bad ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched mm-hmm. El Camino Christmas last night. And Wait, that what? Is, uh... That's the one with uh, Tim Allen, right? Right. That was. F- I watched Christmas? that a few years ago when it dropped. Yeah, it's like. Yeah they're in a bar most of the time it's like a more of a action drama kind of yeah it's like it turns into this like hostage situation in a gas station and like tim allen's drunk like the whole time it's awesome it was like right after his show got like canned from abc he went off and did this movie to basically say a big you know f you to disney (laughs) and uh did that movie it was interesting it's interesting it's not like anything yeah. great but it was fun no. to watch <laughs> i guess yeah just him like falling apart yeah, yeah. I, I 
<laughs> Santa Claus yeah, it, getting it drunk. It didn't work for me. <laughs> they, I, I watched the trailer and thought this is going to be great. Like all yeah. these great actors, interesting yeah. story. You have like a, a hostage situation for a Christmas story, but it just didn't come together. Like they didn't pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm actually getting more skeptical. I don't really watch Christmas movies anymore unless somebody recommends it because there's yeah. just so many. Yeah, just, I agree. Tons of them. Honestly, um, what, but, what El Camino Christmas was trying to be like was kind of like the opening scene from Dust Till Dawn with the whole geez. like them robbing the place and shit. But it's like, yeah. It, it, yeah. but they were trying to do it in like a Christmassy way and more people. Oh, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a great honorable mention is Christmas Vacation. Yeah. I used to watch it every year. Uh, the wife doesn't really like it anymore, so I'm or she doesn't like it, so I don't watch it anymore. But I think about it still. Like we're having Christmas dinner, and I'm thinking <laughs> about like the dog snot sitting under the table. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so when you turn it on uh, in the background when you're writing your sermons or something, man. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, so so you brought up Netflix. That's funny. Um, I know Michael's watched a couple of the hallmark <laughs> crappy christmas ones but we'll uh, we'll leave that for a little bit later um there's this one that i'm still interested in i i, I god i want to watch it right now but i promised uh we wouldn't watch it until christmas day at hannah's parents house um because i'm hearing wonderful things i've liked it since the first trailer um has anybody heard of klaus Yes, that just came out, didn't it? Uh, It's Netflix. It came out about a couple weeks ago. I'd say about probably two weeks ago. Um, Awesome looking animation. Yeah, looks very like old school German storytelling kind of. I don't know, like a left side talking, like not like political left side, like you know, like a little bit of a. It's Santa Claus essentially, but like not santa claus it looks it looks really interesting i'm really excited to see that um i have a feeling that's gonna be an instant classic i can feel it in my bones yeah i got kind of like a book of kells vibe from it i don't know if you guys have seen that um but yeah it looks it looks really good um so it sounds like nobody's seen it yet so no uh, i won't i won't harp on it but i i think uh this is for future john just saying i think i'm gonna like it a lot i think it's gonna be in my list moving forward to future um, john if you don't like this movie smack yourself yeah <laughs> right on the right on the booty um so you have um muppet christmas carol on there it's on my list so i want to talk with you about it while you're here dun dun yeah. dun dun um Michael, there goes the next hour <laughs> i can't remember you said you haven't seen i it, don't right? remember seeing it ever no Okay. Um, Michael Caine plays Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, Michael Caine. Um, your voice echoes down these halls. Uh, fucking <laughs> Alfred. He, what I like is he plays it pretty straight. It's a, it's almost like he doesn't know he's talking to Muppets. Oh, he's, he's so great. Oh well, and it's like it's it's that weird it's that weird uh thing that people actors have always kind of been able to do. It's like. Everybody always says the same thing. They get on set and they're like, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to go hang out with the Muppets. And it's like, um, they're, they're icons in themselves, even though they're pieces of carpet. And they yeah. go, there's a moment where you realize there's a guy controlling them, 
but that one but once you get on set and you start working that fades away yeah you're like i know kermit i've i've known him since i was a kid and i'm talking to kermit i'm not yeah. talking to a puppet and i always love you get to see a lot of actors kind of slide into that and um but uh I'm always going to bring this up. I know I've probably brought it up on the cast about 900 times and hopefully we'll do many more episodes and I'll bring it up 900 more times. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol was one of the first tellings of a Christmas Carol I'd ever seen um, in movie Hmm. form. After seeing it, I was absolutely under the impression that a Christmas Carol was a musical. I did not know it was just a random ass story Um, because I will never forget. I think it was TNT or USA or something back in the day when they were making movies, they had Patrick Stewart come in and he played Scrooge. Yeah. Christmas Carol. And Uh I'm like, I love Patrick Stewart. I'm going to watch it. It was like three hours long and I'm about an hour in. And I remember going, this is fucking boring. (laughs) There's not a, there hasn't been a single song. What is going on? And then I found out that it wasn't a musical and I felt really stupid. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, so I got to ask, are you like a huge Muppet fan? Like, do you watch all the other stuff? Cause, uh, lo and be told, I am, I'm a huge Muppets guy. I love Muppet treasure. I pretty much I'll watch any Muppet film ever made. I l- actually enjoyed that uh reboot ABC like office esque version okay. that they made. I was hoping they were actually going to reboot the Muppet show, which I still think right. they could do if they wanted to. What'd you think like, of SNL the style? the two movies they did, the recent two movies? Um I like the first one. I yeah. couldn't be bothered to see the second. Right. Um from seeing the casting and seeing a couple of trailers, I go, they didn't have a story. Yeah. This was just mm-hmm. them fucking. The second one was just people. a money grab. It looked like trash. Yeah. Um, the first one I actually enjoyed because G- Jason Siegel did a lot of the music. Yeah, and he's a huge Muppet um, fan too. So yeah, exactly. It was a bonus. It f- it just felt really good, and it was neat to have uh the a Muppet who wasn't a Muppet, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Being the like protagonist, yeah, I I thought yeah. that was neat. I thought that was relatively new. Um, and him interacting with somebody like Jason Siegel, who's musically yeah. inclined and actually cares about the material, it, it felt good. I don't know if it's necessarily a good film, right? Um, I'd have to watch I think it again. It's, I think it's pretty pretty good. Uh, it was fine. It's pretty solid it for good. like a Muppet movie after so long, too. And just knowing that he was on it, I was like down because I remember uh, when he did uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and he yep. did the puppet. He scene. wrote that. Yeah. He wrote all that. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it was honestly one of the reasons why I was I was actually gung ho about it because I do enjoy uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think it's a great, great movie. Um, yeah. No, it, it felt fine. I just you could tell. They got sequel itis on the second one, so I didn't even bother. I didn't they, want them to ruin the first one. They kind of did like what they do with uh what they did with like Cars too, where they just like oh, it's yeah. gotta be a spy film now. And this one was like it's gotta be like a Sherlock Holmesy type. How weird do we get explosions thing. in? How do we get explosions <laughs> and CGI and more actors and yeah. more puppets and insane? And they didn't even have Jason back in that movie or anything. It's like no, he was that's a when I was out. Figure in yeah, that's when I was them, out. Once so. I found out he wasn't in it, I'm please. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Um, All right. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. But again, uh, so Isaac, where, where where are you at with that one? I haven't really watched much of the Muppets stuff. I think when I saw it 
really young as a kid, I didn't get it. Because um, I love Sesame Street, but then Muppets is, it's not for little kids. Like little kids can enjoy it. Yeah. But there's a certain kind of humor to it. I think I was just too young for it. I was so kind of saying going, they're like Looney Tunes, yeah. but puppets. Uh, Animaniacs. Sure, but Looney sure. Tunes is yeah. older. But I'll just say like Looney Tunes-esque. Looney Tunes-esque um, like storytelling, yeah. but through puppets. But yeah. That's what I would say, man. Yeah, but, so um, I, I've definitely seen or enjoyed the stuff that I've seen more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really love A Christmas Carol in general. Mm-hmm. And I think Muppets did the best or at least up there with the best adaptation I've seen. I'd agree. I, I would absolutely agree. I do like um because of uh, Gonzo and Rizzo, they do tend to use them as the narrative device, like mm-hmm. the narration device in all of their movies, uh, or at least with like when they do retellings like Muppet Treasure Island and shit like that. Yeah. Um, um I one of my biggest things is I love the characters that they picked the the Muppets to be specific characters. Yeah. Um, what is, like if I had to if I had to ask what um maybe what are the what are the like moments in that film that like really stuck out to you like maybe that you were like this is why it's better than a lot of other versions i've seen or like maybe they really nailed this casting for the muppet or the the human or like the song or the character design because they did design puppets for certain characters like the like the ghosts for example um i liked the the balance of the humor and the classic seriousness of the story mm-hmm. one of the issues with christmas carol is it can get boring it yeah. can get slow and so i just think that like kind of humor parody nature of the muppets and stuff but then you have these nice serious moments with michael kane mm-hmm. um when he's looking back on his childhood and like trying to justify it to himself, like, Oh yes, these Christmases were great because it gave me room to work on my stuff. And you, you could try to see him as like, no, justify his miserable childhood and that dichotomy of the humor, but also the playing it straight works really well. Like Sam Eagle being this hard ass, but he's a puppet. You know, it's like he's a jerk and you're like, oh, he's making him kind of it's kind of cold and calculating and all that stuff with his childhood. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, he's talking to a puppet. So it gives you a little bit of lightheartedness. And um, I, and even like moving forward, when you like see him like having to deal with the the I think it's either the present or the future. It was the present when he goes to his son's party. Yeah. His grandson's party or whatever. And they're all uh-huh. talking about him. Man, mm-hmm. who hasn't had that moment where they, in their head, feel like that's how people talk about them yeah. uh, when they're not around? And mm-hmm. um, again, it's like the way you described uh, It's a Wonderful Life, I'm like, this is pretty much like it's almost the same ideals. Um, I loved uh, and again, with the like you were talking about how like how it can get boring. The music breaks that up so yeah. quickly. Um like one of the, I think one of the slower moments in the original storytelling that could have been really boring um, is pretty much everything in, in the, the business, like where they're talking about coal for the fire. Right. And then the Marley scene when the Marley uh-huh. ghosts come and uh, uh-huh. for Michael, 
they this is where they use the old guys mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. instead of marley just being his partner they actually broke it up to marley and marley okay so they, were, they were two old brothers right right so um, they could play off each other and stuff yes and it was really really yeah. well done it's actually one of my favorite songs in in the in the movie um and like the uh imagery that they use is really really I, they do this really cool thing of like haunting but like whimsical at the same time like i really like uh, my best example would be um the ghost of christmas past the young girl puppet mm-hmm. she looks like a ghost mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like a child ghost yeah and a puppet so right. you're kind of like oh this is kind of nice and like the right. way she speaks to him um mm. Yeah, I think I think what makes a Christmas Carol work is the life journey that that movie takes you on. So that is similar to It's a Wonderful Life. It's sort of like it's sort of different because like in It's a Wonderful Life, you have this kind of happy life, but consistent disappointments. Mm-hmm. Whereas Scrooge just starts out like this is a horrible guy. You just hate him. Like it's going out of its way. To make you hate Scrooge. To set him up yeah. to be like, you're a bad person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love how they kept some of these brutal lines from the original novel. Like when the two guys asked Scrooge for charity yep. to help the poor, and Scrooge just says, Are there no prisons? Are there no workhouses? Mm-hmm. Right. And you just go, Dude, what a jerk. What a cold. <laughs> <laughs> And then you see, you go back to his childhood and you saw how he was an orphan and, and he was alone. Um, and then you see Fezziwig and he had this great life, but then his sister died and he, he changed. He became wounded when his sister died. And then his fiance left him and he basically just became this cold hearted. Uh, if, I can, if I can control money, then I'm not ever going to get hurt. I have and control I'm, of something. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, so, and then you see him like realizing that in himself as this whole story is going on. And there's these really beautiful moments about appreciating life and just how beautiful life is. And that's Tiny Tim's character Mm -hmm. is him having, like Scrooge would have thought, just what a drain on society, this little crippled kid. Mm -hmm. But then he begins to see life differently and actually love tiny tim well and having and having bob cratchit um uh, mm-hmm. be so supportive of all these things even when he's getting beat down constantly he's always optimistic and wants to be with his family it's kind of like what yeah. scrooge could have been or maybe what he thinks maybe that's who i'd be if i was like that i'd be dealing with all this crap and blah 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 and to see him go right. home to this loving family even yeah. if they're working on whatever uh, low low incomes that they have, I think it's neat. Yeah, yeah. You see him fall in love. You, you see him start. Scrooge start out with like they're so poor, they have nothing. How can they be happy? And then the whole scene unfolds, and and Scrooge begins to get involved in it and feel like he's part of the family. And then I love the dynamic with Bob Cratchit's wife, who hates Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really makes the Muppet version work and other versions I've seen is, is how much Bob Cratchit's wife really hates Scrooge. Because <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of versions where they don't play into that. Yeah. 
Scrooge. And, uh, they don't play into it with Scrooge. I know a whole well, lot. Uh, no. Um, well, and I think that's the 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 glory in uh, the Muppets is that uh, you have all of these characters in your arsenal over years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And um, because you have all these hyperbolic personalities within these puppets, you also have this built in love for a character, no matter who it is. Like we're not necessarily looking at fuzzy wig. We're looking at Fozzie wig because we're looking at Fozzie. So him being kind of joking and throwing a party makes sense. Or Miss Piggy being hyper aggressive and mean and a bitch. It's kind of like, well, that's Miss Piggy, yeah. and like, and, and Kermit and Piggy already actually have a relationship in the Muppet world, and right. it's so fun. But then they introduce these puppets that, man, I just they nail they nail the personalities and they nail the the character design, like the um, like again, a uh, Ghost of uh, Future Past is a child, so innocence and all that, and ghostly figure. Then you have. Um, the ghost of present, he's a Santa Claus looking dude with mm-hmm. a red beard. And then you see him age, which is really yeah. cool when he has to leave, which is fun. And then you have uh, of Christmas future who looks just like death, but he's really cool looking, very ring wraithy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my favorite is um, uh, present, the Santa Claus guy, come in, come in and know me better, man. Yeah. Like, um, mm-hmm they really all have these like hyperbolic personalities and with a puppet, you can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, imagine, I, I think a perfect example would be when, um, they tried to redo it in that weird, creepy, like polar express animation with Jim Carrey. And he <laughs> played all the one. ghosts. Um, Oh no, no, hand- I don't, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Like I remember I him. Like, being yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember him being like the candle flame for the Ghost of Christmas Past, yeah. and he was like the face on the candle. I was like, this is a little too goofy, and it's removing the weight of the situations for me. They're trying to see what they could do with the the tech that they were using at the time. Too. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what happened with that one, but I I, I don't know. I think the puppets really lent themselves to yeah. these hyperbolic characters, and they're still tangible. Like the thing in the scene with Michael Caine. Now with which makes it without good. me seeing that the the movie. Um, yeah, it's like for me what I thought was really cool. I I listened to the soundtrack. I have the soundtrack. Okay. Um, good songs. But I just haven't watched the movie that I can think of. I probably did when I was a kid. Who the frick knows. Um, I highly recommend if you can tell. <laughs> like for me, I'm like it's probably a good just from hearing what you guys are saying. It's good that mm-hmm. they still did it as a period piece. Oh yeah. Instead of trying Absolutely. to bring it to like present time Muppet, you know, world type stuff. Muppets um, take Manhattan or some shit. Right, like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that probably helped a lot too with it. And then like with the uh, doing like the ghost is hyperbolic is really cool while you're still keeping the rest of the story grounded. That's one thing that I found with Scrooged, even though I love that one. It's the Bill Murray yeah, one. Yeah, it's great. I, it's, I, I love it's that It's a good one. And the, the ghosts are, like, super hyperbolic, but there's nothing to, like, bring it down because Bill Murray's super yeah. hyperbolic, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, bring something down back to here, right yeah. here, you know? So when Because when you're, when you're dark and dreary the whole time, it, it, it does weigh on the heart yeah. a little bit and it makes things hard. You know, it's why you can't watch pursuit of happiness every day. Yeah. Even though it's a good film. I kind um, of feel in, maybe I'll talk about when I get to that movie, but 
um, just loosely. Like they kind of did something similar to like the Ghost of Future Press, present and all that crap, with mm-hmm. uh, the Santa Claus Three. When he gets the okay. Santa Claus powers really? back and he like goes in and everything is changed. He finds out everything is like completely different in his life. And he's just an asshole apparently still, you know. That- <laughs> so That's it's awesome. very loosely um, in there, but I, I feel like when I saw it yeah. before, I was like, oh, that's kind of like You can make the Yeah, you can make the connections. Um, cool. Okay, so um, again, I could talk glowingly yeah. about Muppet Christmas Carol for a thousand years. Uh, Isaac, Isaac, I know we're pretty much reaching the finish line with you, sir. Um, any uh, any last remarks for Muppets or any of the movies you have? And then I'll just have you reiterate your list. Um, maybe something you're looking forward to seeing this year uh, to drop off and then uh, maybe give your, uh, your chance to dip out because I know you got things to do. Yeah, I got an appointment coming up here, so... Um, I think the last thing on Muppets Christmas Carol I really liked was uh, there's a difference between Scrooge being afraid that he's going to die versus just his life be wasted and meaning nothing. Um, And there's some versions that the terror is the tombstone. Like, (gasps) yeah. And in Muppets, it wasn't that way. It went through what the book does is showing these businessmen laughing about going to a funeral and how nobody's going to miss him. Right. It shows, um, tiny Tim being dead and like Bob Cratchit and just, so when it gets to the tombstone, it's not this realization that he's going to die. It's like, I'm going to die and no one will miss me. It's about legacy. more so. Well, and I, and I like that you brought that up. Um, would you say I'm, and I'm going to kind of project a little bit, um, the idea, like, because you look at the past, like, these kids wanted him to hang out, and he just stayed inside and did his thing. And then, like, in the real world, his, uh, was it his nephew? Is that who it was? Yeah, Fred. Um, his nephew was actually trying to get him out of yes. his shell and bring him and do this stuff. And he yes. keeps constantly disconnecting himself rather than, like, the world kind of disconnected it from him because of things he couldn't control. Yeah. Um. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I love the idea that like he had all these things happen to him, but people reached out to him and he still wasn't having it. And yeah. when he was forced to look back at it, he goes, it was me. It, a lot of this was me. I could have changed certain things. I could have had a different outlook. I could have right. went to my nephew's party. I could have done these things, but I chose mm-hmm. not to. And my legacy will be a bunch of people who don't like me and a headstone with my name on it and that's about it and that that's neat and that's another relatable thing i think that's probably why wonderful life still uh can transcend decades and and i think that's why christmas carol can do it but i again think that this is a underrated if not unknown version uh of the telling of that story um yeah i think the best christmas movies in in my opinion um stick with that original christmas theme and you think about the nativity and stuff like that and you have this you have this very complex picture which on the one hand is very poor the story of joseph and mary and baby jesus they're in the stable with the animals jesus is in a in a manger right his bed is straw and you just look at this and go like this is the poorest most miserable way to deliver a baby ever (laughs) 
and yet there's also a deeper meaning going on. There's like a beauty going on and there's a hope there for like what is going to happen. And I think It's a Wonderful Life and Christmas Carol and some others wrestle with, there are times where life is really difficult, where it, we're, it's really poor and we don't have things that, that we want or we have our disappointments. And yet behind that is a deeper meaning and there is a lot of love and there is a lot of hope in them. So that's my final two cents. Awesome. I loved it. Right. Um, so a uh, good list. I'm glad we got a lot of discussion out of you. Uh, Michael and I are going to continue on cause he's, he's got his list. I, I got a couple on mine. Um, but yeah. Isaac, I'll have to catch the rest later. So <laughs> this was fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in again. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, so uh, if we don't, hear from you again beforehand uh merry christmas to you and laura uh take care and look forward to having another chat with you pretty soon man sounds good to me thank you guys merry have christmas. a good one man merry christmas happy holidays actually right no we're not allowed to say merry christmas shut yeah. up michael <laughs> all a good night merry christmas man <laughs> awesome all right well good that massive's gone um <laughs> love you isaac Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Um, Happy New right. Year. Uh, uh, so since he's out, I figured. Uh, jingle so Michael, bells, jingle bells. I saw crisis smells. Batman killed Superman. Are you okay? There? I don't Did know what the fuck I'm saying. So please go away right now. Hey, awesome. <laughs> God, why bother rhyming? Can't wait. Is your Christmas album going to drop next year? Uh, oh, I want it to. I need to find people. Oh, no one. No one wants to do my Christmas album with me. And I'm starting. Oh. I've been writing songs for like two years. Got you. Because <laughs> I want original um, shit. <laughs> so I saw that one or two of my movies lined up with Isaac. Yeah. I have a feeling one or two of my movies are going to line up with you. So I figure let's just throw it to you, the host. And um, all right. So what you got, okay. sir? What's... Let's do it. So okay. for your top Christmas movies, what are the movies right. you feel that you must see? So I have seven of them that we watch every year for sure. No matter what. No matter what. Gotcha. And then <laughs> it was funny because this year in the car, they were talking about Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. The one that... Uh, the one that oh, what's his face did with his. You're on an island by yourself, sir. I have come no on. idea what you're talking about. Nope. Fucking. Uh... Oh oh oh, Russell. No, not Russell. Um, not Russell Crowe. No. Russell, uh, fucking Star I know Lord's the, Daddy. The... Yeah. Um, the guy from fucking Escape from. LA. Yes. Oh, why can't I think of his name? It's not like I not... don't have a computer in front of me. I could look it up, right? I, I know. <laughs> Uh, anyways, like we watched that last year and I was like, oh, this is a, this is a good one. We should add this to our repertoire of movies. And, um, we didn't Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell. It's, it, it, it's Kurt Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell. But, uh, we were talking about it yesterday in the car <laughs> and Micah's like, we're going to watch that at school. And I was like, we've already seen that. And Nikki's like, yeah, you were going to add it to the list of movies to watch. Why haven't you? I was like, because we have too many that we can't keep up with yep. anyway. Yep. 
<laughs> so with that said, my top seven that we watch every single year. So you know they're older ones, older-ish, at least. Um, I'm not gonna do these in any specific order, but I'll tell you like the top number one after I'm done. So I got yeah. Just tell tell us your list and then tell me your favorite. Yeah. How about that? I got Home Alone and Home Alone Two are in there. Classics. Um, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Sinbad. Hell yeah! Ta ta, Turtle Man. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. With Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And then the Santa Claus, Santa Claus, the Escape Clause, and Santa Claus 3. So you love you some Tim fucking Allen. Or no, wait. Escape Clause is the third one. Sorry. Santa Claus 2 is the Mrs. Claus. That's right. Oh, God God forbid we get those twisted. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually love the concept of Santa Claus. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. A uh, little morbid that he kills Santa. Or no, does he kill him? He does. See, this is the thing we had, were talking about the other day because we just watched the first one again uh, last on Friday, I think it was. And he doesn't. I mean, Santa Claus falls off the roof, but then mm-hmm. he like waves goodbye before he disappears. Does he die? Does he not die? Where's the other Mrs. Claus oh, go easy. when he goes? He becomes a force ghost. He just retires. He's a force ghost. Okay. He becomes more powerful <laughs> because Tim Allen killed him. He <laughs> struck him down. He become more powerful than any Santa ever. I'm sorry. We did it again. Fucking Star Wars. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but uh, so Okay. So, so I, don't, I assume he doesn't kill him. That just if Santa Claus falls off the roof, that means he's retired. True. He's too old like to it. to stay on the roof anymore. So I'm okay with gotta retire. I'm um, okay with it. I mean, even if he dies, if he becomes a force ghost with Mrs. Claus, I'm cool with it. And then, like the first one is the best one of those three, though. And I honestly think the the first Santa Claus movie, either those seven, is my favorite one from them, even from Home Alone and shit, just because okay. of like the story arc. Um, I, I'm a huge Tim Allen fan too. I don't care what. It's just any your favorite Christmas is. movie. Yeah, so we just jump favorite, ahead. This is your favorite. Christmas yeah, movie. just this is okay. the favorite one. So, cool. and that's. I mean, uh, there's some several reasons why, and there's a lot of like cool undertones that I, as watching it every damn year, I start to notice more and more that yeah. they put into it. Like, Isn't that fun? It's a that's Christmas so movie. Dealing with Santa Claus, but there's a lot of undertones in this thing that like open up the gates to like Christianity and all this other stuff. I'm just like, that's what a Christmas movie should be. If you're going to call it a Christmas movie yeah. and you're basing it on that, you know, why so, not? Uh, so this is this is going to be a fun moment for you since, you know, there's three movies. Yes. So obviously lore. Um, but you're operating under the idea that you love the first one the most. Yeah. Um. As a person who's never seen any of them, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a bad man. You haven't seen uh, any of them? I don't. Um, Tim Allen's 50-50 on me. Not even the um, first one. I just mm-hmm. it didn't. It, it rubbed me it rubbed me <laughs> wrong a little bit. I like, It felt weird to see the idea of, quote, unquote, killing Santa, and then he takes over the thing. felt yeah. strange. Um, It would have been cooler if, like, yeah, they gave, like, a pass the torch like they do in new movies now uh-huh. but whatever it, it's funny i don't care it, it's fine it's um 
I'm curious as a guy who hasn't seen it yet. Now I'm going to watch it because you talk about it so glowingly. Um, at least the first one. The other two kind of get more uh, comical sequel-y. and very they like get yeah, yeah. Because they deal ex- more with the North Pole anyway. So I was curious if since he's taken and you brought up Christianity and obviously you mm-hmm. can't help it. Thank you, Isaac, for being here. We love you. Um, do they like actually delve into that stuff? Like maybe like the idea that maybe we worship. No, no, uh, it's Santa super. Claus it's over it's, stuff or like... it's how movies should do undertones. Honestly, well, I'm talking like, I'm, like I'm talking more like you're so talking about they, the undertones. They but I'm dive curious, more. Like, so it... they so with it, it where I find commercialism it at, versus the holiday. You know, commercialism. They do versus dive. The they they talk about that loosely, but it's not yeah. like commercialism versus like Christian holiday. They talk about like. No, why are we like making crappy toys for kids? Cause they got us that way they can buy more. No, that's crazy. Santa would never give him this, you know, type of thing like that. Oh, okay. But where I'm looking at is like how they talk about it with like faith base. Like you have to have okay. faith in this. Just because you don't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Type shit. Almost like and, uh, almost like Elf. Like how belief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Power. Belief the, is the like slight. a good undertone in Elf as well. Like okay. So okay, that's cool. like what runs through the whole first Santa Claus movie because it's all based on like believing in something that you don't actually see or have never seen. Okay. So having faith, essentially, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So awesome. It, and, awesome. and it runs through that whole movie. The second two, not so much. Um, th- there's still undertones of other things in those movies, though, but not that uh, prominent. So, okay. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And it also opens up a gate to us multiverse in those movies too so. oh i hate you <laughs> not only with the third one where they literally show an alternate reality but the second one because of stuff that happens in the first one that they don't talk about in the second one but we'll go there later there is okay. a cool little uh thing in i think it's the second santa claus movie and though in the second one they bring in like father time, uh, mother nature, stuff like that, all those like embodiments of those things, the Easter bunny, tooth fairy, all that crap. Like oh, the, that, God, that rem- reminds me of Guardians. Yeah, yeah, Guardians. Pre- uh, it's yeah, the Guardians of uh, or the Christmas. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it brings in those guys, and one of the characters from uh, the first Santa Claus movie actually plays the same actor i should say plays uh it's peter boyle the guy who played um was it raymond's father everybody loves raymond oh i love him he plays like he plays like uh tim allen's like boss in the first one and in the second one he's like um one I, i forget which spirit he is but he's one of the other like things in there and then when I He's think the of Paragon that, of Hope, right, it's something like that. <laughs> but then I'm like, right there, multiverse. <laughs> they just oh look my alike. God, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> but I love the yeah. fact that you are sticking to this multiverse thing, like as your your stick, and, <laughs> and I and I applaud you for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they're they're fun movies. Uh, the last, I mean, they always make me smile. The last two mm-hmm. are a lot campier than the first one, of course. Um, but they're still fucking hilarious points. So they're there. just fun. Yeah, they're just awesome. fun. 
They're fun. So at least check out the first one if you enjoy it. If you enjoy, like, a a traditional, like, Christmas movie with, like, those somber tones and everything, too, like, watch the first one. It's more of a a family movie, and the other two feel more, like, kiddish. Gotcha. Yeah. Because once they start dealing with, like, Everything in the North Pole, it's no. automatically getting more childish. I will always say, I don't. Tim Allen is not an actor I seek out, but he's one that I know will deliver for the most mm-hmm. part. I always tell people, Last Man Standing's first season was phenomenal. Um, I, dude, Buzz Lightyear, come on, his voice acting's great. Um, Home Improvement, obviously a classic. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, most of his movies even his were performance in um, in Galaxy Quest. Awesome. Oh, dude, easily oh, one of my favorite. Films. Which I think I he did. did that right after the the first Santa Claus movie because they took a gap I between the two. Never gave a shit about that film. Actually, the first time I saw it, I'm like, I don't get it. And um, the Galaxy Quest movie. Couple, yeah, I had a couple of Trekkies throw it at me, and then I watched Doctor Who. And after yeah. I saw Doctor Who, I went back and rewatched it. I go, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah, this it's is absolutely super brilliant. ahead of its time, bro. That's like I, I so meta. Agree. Before Meta was Meta, I guess. <laughs> but it sounds dumb, but it's like it's what makes it better because yeah. it's just like they they knew what they were doing; they weren't pandering. Mm-hmm. Like now, if they made it, even if it was good, they'd be like, "Oh, I get what you're doing." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah, no, I agree. They need to do cool. one of those so like Star Wars, so it can be the best Star Wars. <laughs> don't let's not talk. Let's never talk about that again. That that shit died a year ago. Two um, years ago. But I know, like, so Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 were on my list as well. Uh, but those, And I'm fine clumping those together. Yeah. I really am fine doing Which that. Which we kind of talked about the first one, sort of. Uh, but anything, um, that's, anything that sticks out about it that you really, really enjoy or the reason why you put it the on first there? one, we hadn't discussed um, I liked, I, <laughs> to be honest, as I'm getting older, I just like to create my own theories and stuff and then read other people's oh, theories on these movies fucking christ and so like the one of the coolest ones is like when his mom is like i'd sell my soul to get to the devil to get home to my kid and then jim Belu- uh is it jim Belushi? no it's what belushi is it it's john or jim john john belushi no it yeah john because jim was the one that had his own show um Yes. So John Belushi comes up and it's like he's the devil and he's. <laughs> but when you get past all those dumb, stupid theories, I love the um, I love the traps. You know, I, I like watching the traps. I mean, I played the Sega video game of Home Alone where you get to set up this dumb trap. Stuff. Some of the traps are just so stupid in the movie. You're like, with blowing feathers at the guy. How's that supposed to stop him? You want to stop this guy? Like, come on, do something better. Although he did do a flamethrower right at the door, so that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> you gotta have a com a couple of the comedy ones, yeah. Because to- dude, he got his head lit on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, um, him walking. Well, you do make a good point about why he didn't have his shoes on. Granted, the movie like forces him to not have yeah. the shoes on, but like, what are the odds? You know, right? But fuck, man, there's a couple of those traps that could have failed miserably. Mm. And it's like you're you're going and you're walking by anyways. If you saw the window open but on your way to those stairs, just go through the window. But suspension of but disbelief. I know, yeah. I know. You got to work on those. Especially, you know, back then they didn't have people examining their movies as hard as people do nowadays. Well, 
Well, I can examine it now. That's not an excuse. You can still examine it now. And we're yeah, you can examine it now, but I'm saying like back then they My weren't argu- making movies to try and be like, no plot holes. Well, you should always be willing to do that. Um, yeah, well, they weren't. Again, it's not an excuse. The score, John. Um, the score was so good. They didn't give a get, shit. Don't get... Don't get me started. <laughs> that is a terrible argument. The, the, the idea that we know that fundamentally a plot hole is bad. You should be working to not have them. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I would say they said, but we already talked about it, but it's mostly they set up. They set up good enough that where you're like, okay, I get, I get what's happening. Mm. Now I'm here for the ride versus like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Okay. Right. What is happening? You know what I mean? Right. It's like they set it up enough to where you're like, mm, Ah, I don't know about that, but and it's it's one of right, those things you, too you to look these. at them now in like the the society we live in now. It's like you can call bullshit on a lot of stuff, but it's like things were a lot different back in the nineties too. Oh like, yeah, like oh, if your kid went lost Lampoons? and accidentally got lost and went to New York, like how the, that kid ain't getting to New York nowadays? They are gonna scan oh, that on. thing and make like, sure like um. National Lampoon. I'm just going to talk movies being yeah. made in general. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Him sliding down the fucking hill because he put Pam on the bottom yeah. of his thing and he like freaks out. You know, shit like that, you know. Uh, or even Home Alone 2. When Marv grabs the like battery and he's like getting shocked to death. And he turns into a skeleton. <laughs> a skeleton for no reason. You're not getting... <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. You're watching the film and that happens and you go... I don't really care. That's really fucking yeah. funny. You would not get away with that in a film these days. Not that's trying to be serious, too. You know, it's supposed well, to be grounded, but then it's yeah. like we give you a, a plastic skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Or Marv, takes a f- or Marv takes a fucking brick to the face from like 10 stories he up. He takes it's a like, few bricks from the, to the face, dude. He took like three. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that would have caved your fucking skull in. <laughs> But you know we get we get what they're the, trying. You know to what tell the movie us. was trying to say there is he's thick skulled. Oh man, there you misogynist. Go. That's, that's why he's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, okay, so so we're pat. So we know Home Alone's. Yeah, and we're gonna lump them together. Uh, we got the Santa Claus movies. What What'd you got? think of Home Alone two though? Um, because we I, really I, really I, only I, talk about one, but like two. I mean, it's basically the same thing, just in New York City. Yeah. Honestly, I the problem is is I have to go back and watch them both again, which mm. I pseudo did, but I would say I think 2 is more entertaining. Yeah. But it's really hard to enjoy 2 without 1, and my thing would be is that all 2 did was the exact same script just in a different location. Right. They make him home alone hyperbolic. in a different way, even though he's not home, but still. And it's hyperbolic. <laughs> like, um, like the characters are a little more hyperbolic. His, uh, they do literally all the same jokes. Yeah. And um, I enjoy it. And it had a fun, it had a more fun message. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just not being forgotten and all that stuff, and just fun. It was a lot more fun. The first one, I like, I said I enjoyed because it was a cool concept and the idea that. Kevin McAllister thought he actually Thanos his fucking family away. <laughs> Made the ending a little more poignant. Yeah. Um So I think I think they're both great and I think that's why they should operate as an inclusive together in this, yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yes, they're two movies. They're the same movie, but I think they're both good for different mm. reasons. So I it would be really hard. Honestly, uh, depending on how I woke up and what mood I was in that day, I that's how I would rank which one's better. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think they're both great. I think they're both. Fun. I think, you know, people people say like the whole like the kid running around with the older guy or the old lady in the movie, like that's just mm-hmm. like that would never happen in today's world and stuff like that, right? That's what people like. That I've seen people complain about it this year oh, yeah. on the internet, oh, yeah. and I'm like. I used to go over the dude's houses that my parents never met, and the guy was like 60, 70 years old when I was a I, kid. Uh, when, I, when I lived in Iowa, we lived in an apartment complex, and Rex and Vernie, and if you don't, just by the name Vernie, you know how <laughs> old they were. Um, I, believe it was short for, I believe it was short for a Vernice, and, ah. um, even though it's not shorter. Right. Um, uh, my mom locked me out of my house constantly. Uh, single mom for f- at the time, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah, I'd get home from school, and sometimes I would forget my house key or something would happen, and I get locked out. It happened so frequently <laughs> that um, our neighbors, a beautiful old couple, um, probably about in their eighties, like mid eighties, uh, finally when they saw me just sitting on uh, on my step in front of the house, they invite me in yeah and uh they'd give me something to eat or like we'd play um we'd play checkers or chess or all would... kinds of stuff and they'd show me cool stuff and i go fuck you man like people act like this shit doesn't exist it's like you just don't live in a place mm-hmm. where it exists and it's not but like it his parents exists. know that it's happening too that's the thing it's like exactly y- your my parents didn't know my parents probably won't know until they listen to this podcast yeah <laughs> because it's like yeah I don't, you know good i would go exist. over i would go over to dude's house he lived like three blocks up the street from us and i would just you know i met him at a park one day <laughs> it was really weird nice guy. like when nice you guy. talk about it it sounds like very like oh my god that kid's still alive type thing but it's like i met him at a park i we talked i like listening to his stories he was a military guy so i like listening to the war stories and shit and he was disabled and all that so it was cool. I I really wish I remembered his name. I'm I know he's dead by now, but yeah. yeah. Um, I I think the problem is, is with the internet, people forget that good people actually exist. Yeah, because the um, internet, ju- the <laughs> media just pushes the bad, all the bad shit yeah. on you. So no country for old men. It's the best thing you could always say is that everybody always assumes everything is bad. It's like mm. it's always been bad. Um, it's just now we get to see it on a more um. An easier a to frequent, scale, a, a, a frequent scale. Yeah, we see it more yeah. often, um, especially. Uh, I'm I'm spoiled. I grew up a lot of the times on army bases and in the Midwest, where people are just better people. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, good people exist. Deal with it. Suck it. I don't Get have a problem. With, I don't have a problem with Pigeon Lady. She's also Scottish. I think mm-hmm. that's a small thing that people forget. She's an immigrant. So. She didn't get back with her family, though, right? Nope. A lot of stuff happened, and yeah. things things happened, and she got. It was the old f- guy that got back with his family at the end, which yes, I'm still because like, because of Kevin. Did it really happen, or is it just in Kevin's brain when he looks Shut out up, the window know. and it sees the guy shoveling snow? No, fuck you. It actually <laughs> happened. Give me my fucking happy ending. You <laughs> um. Okay, so what else you got on the list? Um, it was uh, Christmas with the Cranks and Jingle All the Way. 
So God, you really are about Tim Allen. Huh? I am. <laughs> so he makes again, like I the have... best Christmas movies, dude. Like Christmassy so, movies. His wife in Christmas with the Cranks. I can't remember. Is it the same wife from Home Improvement? No, it's Jamie it Lee Ch- Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, fuck is, off! Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, Dan okay. Aykroyd's in it. Um, the little kid from Malcolm in the Middle is in it. The the one that played Frankie the, Muniz. No, no, the, the little the brother. One with the big ears. The one with the big, big ears. ears. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Um. Okay. So again, I'm a, apparently I'm a blasphemer. I don't know that one at all. Okay. So it's maybe not, a little it's, bit of a breakdown. It's from a little bit 2004, of I think. Um, okay. It's basically for like a synopsis, I guess, is uh, his daughter is going off. There, she's not going to be home for Christmas this year. So they decide instead of giving Christmas presents and doing the whole party and all that, all the Christmas shit that they normally do because they spend so much money on it to yeah. not celebrate Christmas this year and to go oh, on wow. a cruise like him and his Oof. wife just dip out and go on a cruise. Oh, so no family's coming to the house. No family, so no friends, said, no neighbors, nothing. Okay. And they're just going to dip out and go on the cruise. They're not even giving, like, cards or anything or buying, like, giving donations or yeah. anything like that because they – he's oh. like, he's like we're boycotting Christmas this year. And it becomes, okay. like, the, the main plot of the movie to the point where, like, everyone's like – were you gonna buy your 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 uh, Christmas calendar from the fire or the police department or you know some shit like that? And you know all the stuff they normally all the do stuff they normally have... do. Or we're waiting for your donation. Or here's your where, yeah. when you gonna pick up your Christmas tree? Or when you gonna put? Uh, they have a a big frosty that everyone in their neighborhood puts on their roof. So they're like, when you gonna put frosty up? And they're like, well, we're not doing that. Oh. How about you just let us in the basement and we'll put Frosty up for you? And it gets really like Jesus. super hyperbolic and tense and shit like yeah. that. So it's pretty because funny. Because they oh, because based on what you okay, so here you go. So I'm assuming based on that they live in a, like a cul-de-sac. Oh like, uh, yeah, like, like a like, subdivision. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, no, you must do it. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. Us, one of us. And it's like type shit. It, it because, and with Dan Aykroyd being like one of the antagonists and mm. stuff, it makes it even mm-hmm. better. So and then uh, there, yeah, it, and then eventually, like they find out their daughter's coming back home for Christmas. Okay. So now they oh, got to rush done everything. Yeah, they got to rush oh. to do everything. Okay, so that's the part I saw in the trailer. Yeah, is like the craziness. Yeah. Okay. So it's that's cool. It's a cool build up to that final climax of it, and it's it, it gets really cool. So okay, and I fun think there's a Santa Claus in it for real. But not, I'm not like sure because it's like okay. confusing. So yeah, they kind of like okay, leave it so off this... for you to be like, "This is Santa Claus, but this isn't Santa Claus. So is it Santa actually... Claus? We don't know if it's Santa Claus. I think it might be Santa Claus. Is this actually a good movie, or is this like one of those movies you're like, I think it's good? It's a fun Christmas like movie. It's nothing like okay. It's not like breaking cinematic rules or anything like that. It's just a fun well, you know what I Christmas mean. Like, movie you know, with a solid cast. Do I watch – you know what I mean? Like if I have three movies I can watch that day, do I actually put that on the list or do I go home alone? And, you know you know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't know. Could be fun. I guess I, it just depends. I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was the wife. That's kind of fun. You didn't know she was alive? 
No, it, the With, wife. Oh, the wife. the wife. I thought she said alive. <laughs> God. Of course I know she's alive. She was just in Knives Out, sadly. Uh, I say sadly. I haven't you seen You haven't the even film. watched I'm, the movie. <laughs> I need to see it. I Look, fuck you. I'm being nice, okay? Like, I... And I've even been nice to tell people that I'm like, I'm already going into it a little bit sourpuss, but I'm going to be nice. Okay. So. But yeah, that's Christmas with the Cranks. Um, and I enjoy it just because it was a movie that we turned on one year and I didn't think it, I was going to like it whatsoever. It just worked. Yeah. Cool. And then right. uh, the last one was Jingle All the Way. I mean, who doesn't love Turbo Man? Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Where's, um, where's your Turbo Man? Oh, yeah. You can't play with it yet. Ha. Hmm. <laughs> Mine has a turbo pack on it, unlike yours. So Mine does, too. It. I just have to take no, it, it off doesn't. so he doesn't fill up against the wall. Yeah, whatever. Lies. Fake news. All right, let me find it. <laughs> fake news. I have it somewhere. <laughs> Fucking fake news. Um, uh, I love Jingle All The Way, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, curious. Why? 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 Why, Michael? It's fun. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's that, fun. You're no, not wrong. It, you're not wrong. It's, you're not wrong. It's totally fun. I mean, I watched it as a kid, dude. Um, that was one movie I did watch almost all the time as a kid. Like I had the VHS of it, and we'd watch it every Christmas. I would, I would be the one to push it in the damn VCR, and be like, "What's a VCR?" Uh, yeah, damn it! I you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, um, and it was one. I think it was like Phil Hartman's last movie, wasn't it? Uh, right before his tragic demise. Yeah, uh, I think he may have done one more, but um, I don't know if they ever released it. There was a movie he was working on, and okay. and then uh, tr- he was. I'm gonna say it as much as I don't want to. I know it's a Christmas cast, quote unquote. Uh, he was tragically murdered by his wife. Was it his wife or ex-wife? Wife, wife. And then she killed herself when they were in the house. Yeah. That's yeah. a shame. Uh, gone before his time type stuff. Um, he plays smarmy jackass so good. Oh, he did um, a few things after Jingle All the Way, actually. Oh, yeah. But it just a lot of stuff didn't get promoted because Small of, Soldiers. Uh, Love that film. Uh, and That's then a bunch toys, of other right? stuff was TV shows. Yeah, the Small Soldiers was the toys. I want to watch Small Soldiers again. That's a great fucking film. And that came out two years after Jingle All the Way. Um, but anyway, with Jingle All the Way, uh, best actor in the film. Who do you think? Or underrated, maybe. Um, Sinbad. Fucking absolutely one hundred percent agree. I absolutely agree. I just like Sinbad gets a bad rap. Yeah. Um, I think he was kind of the Kevin Hart of his time. <laughs> um, because did you ever see First Kid, where he yes. was like the yeah, bodyguard? Yeah, the president's bodyguard or president's I actually bodyguard. Enjoy- I actually enjoyed that. It felt like like um, the only Richie movie Rich. Zachary Ty Bryan really had like a starring role. In. Fuck, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Um, God damn it. I thought he was fine. I, I, he was a great antagonist, quote unquote, for um, Arnold. And yeah. especially because Arnold's like a box of marbles when it comes to like, just wait till they dialogue. remake that with Kevin Hart and The Rock. <gasps> Boom. 
box office gold, but it would suck ass. I guarantee it would suck. It would really suck. Because <laughs> you're not having the bomb scene. Oh, gosh, no. Dude, ooh, Cammy. Uh, I don't even. It's not necessarily a cameo because he's a fucking actor. Do you remember the actor who um, was the radio host who was giving out the quote unquote Turbo Man tickets where the bomb happens? Oh, I don't remember. Okay, so since you don't know, I'm trying to think. The act, he has a shitty schmarmy pony, ponytail. He's a he's the radio guy okay. who gets who gets Sinbad and Arnold to come to the radio station right, right. to get to get coupons. the prize or something. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show, the TV show Roseanne? Yes. Do you remember Leon? Yeah, gay, yeah, yeah. The gay. Uh, it was like the he, boss, wasn't it? Their boss for the yeah. Lo- that's the what it was. Theater. Yeah. He yeah. was the radio station guy. Okay. It's fucking great. I love that. Um, they get away with so much in that film, man. Like, um, I think you're the one who told me the gigantic ass Santa Claus in the um underground Santa place. Isn't that a pro wrestler? Yeah, it's uh the Big Show. Is it Big Show or was yeah. it Kevin Nash? No, that's Big Show. Kevin Nash played Shredder in Terminator or Ninja Turtles too. Uh, TMT too. Yeah. Okay, that's the one you told me. God, you fucking nerd! I love it. <laughs> um, oh, and can we talk about? Um, I live in Minnesota. Um, I love. Uh, we we also lived in Iowa for a very very long time. My family, and because Iowa has shit all to do mm-hmm. in there, you pretty much drink and go bowling. <laughs> That's pretty much what you do in Iowa. Maybe go to a Hawkeye or a Cyclone Wow, tell game. us how you really feel. That's <laughs> Iowa <laughs> shit, man. Iowa is a great place to live, but it's shit and boring. Um, so kind of like a, a cool family trip. This is, and I and, and get it stroke. Let me. <laughs> Did you smell toast? Let me prefresh. Let me prefresh. This with this was preface the face it preface yes. it. Thank you. <laughs> this was in the 90s. Yeah. When Planet Hollywood was a thing. Do you remember some Planet Hollywood? I've some never gone shit? and I lived in Orlando where Planet Hollywood was. Wow. You're a bad man. I know. You should go. It's essentially Arnold's restaurant. It's, the, it's Arnold's and it a the, bunch of different people, but still. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it the Hooters for nerds. Um, no, there's no scantily clad women or anything, but like you go in there and they have props and statues and all kinds of shit from actual movies that like are signed and they go around and it's all cool. And a lot of actors will come and like hang out there and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're prevalent anymore, but they had a Planet Hollywood in Mall of America and Mall of America or in Minnesota. They have the Minneapolis airport is an international hub. We only have like four or five of those. In America, it's like Orlando, uh, Orlando, California, Minnesota, and I think JFK are like the biggest international ports when it comes to airports. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, probably different. I'm sorry, don't quote me on it. But anyway, long story short, we used to go there all the time because since we were Iowa people who had nothing better to do going to the mall of America was the thing to do. Um, I think man. you're losing people, John, 
It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the scene, the scene with the the fucking bouncy balls. Oh yeah, yeah. And they end up in Legoland. And like, down by the Camp Snoopy area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp Snoopy is now Nickelodeon or something, dude. It was a. It was this. Was that the Mall mis- of America? Was that where they shot that? It absolutely was. It was all shot in Minneapolis. Okay. And um, it blows my mind whenever I go up there. I just I get so nostalgic for the fucking movie. Um, where the bouncy balls drop, they're all in Mall of America, and uh, like the slide and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's going down. It's right by Lego Legoland. Or their little Lego place. Do you go through there and see if you can find the bouncy ball that they might have lost during production? I did. I actually (laughs) did. I'm not lying. I no bullshit. I did. And um, it doesn't exist now. Camp Snoopy is now Nickelodeon. Legoland's like been pretty much dissolved uh, up there. They have like a little section, but it's not as cool as it used to be. Um, Fucking film is fucking great, man. Like, um. The idea of like commercialism being a bad thing, the oh, stuff yeah. they go through, it's cartoony. It's just like not like, not necessarily needing this thing that you thought you wanted to like it's it's it gets into a lot of stuff, but everyone just but I, sees it as like like uh what do a lot of people it's, it's so like s- people like so look simple. at it as like, Oh, the movie is just showing you that it's okay to be greedy during Christmas time. It's like, no, that's the complete opposite of what what that movie is showing and two it's like man wait way to fuck off and not show that this character is trying to redeem himself that's right that's the entire point of the film is that he understands that he's a fuck up and him getting this toy is supposed to be like way to prove yeah i'm not a fuck up i'm like i tried and he goes to extensive hyperbolic lengths to get this thing done for his child, for yeah. his fucking kid. Like, who hasn't done that as a parent at some point in their life where they're mm. like, no, this kid wants this. I don't know what he did or what I did, but I got to make up for it and I got to show up and bring this present. We say this kid would like this. We don't say want in my house. And you're technically in my house via headphones. So we say I would like, not one. Fair enough. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's Christmas, so it's a point where it's like you, you're looking for the toy. Yeah. I remember, and the way he watches Turbo Man, yeah. it looks like Power Rangers. Yeah. So it's, it it's, absolutely resonates with us, us right. 90 kids. And um, I, 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 I don't know. It's I, like I RoboCop like fighting the Power Rangers, really. <laughs> sure. Why not? But, like, the film is really, it's so simple and, like, and it was neat to see um, Arnold Schwarzenegger doing something good, like fun. Yeah, because he's only that does like a lot of film. action stuff before then. I don't. And the other, yeah. and the other non-action stuff he does is kind of hit and miss. Like Junior, like what a piece of shit. When he was uh, twins, <laughs> twins was awesome though. Twin is twins is good. Twins is a good film. Yeah. Um, it's fun. I don't know how good it is, but it's fun. which that's another um, one I could see them doing Kevin Hart. And the rock with and twins. Um, uh, honestly, cause they, okay. So this is kind of like in the Jumanji movie, they kind of did it like, no, they kind of did like a, an iteration of that and like grumpier old men 
with Kevin Hart and The Rock acting like the two older guys of Danny DeVito yeah. and Danny Glover. Or, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Donald Glover's childish Gambino. Um, can we <laughs> no, just have a what? Jason... <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Donald Glover. Okay. Is childish is Gambino. Child Gambino. Okay. I thought you were like Donald Glover. Never mind. I'm You're welcome. I was I was validating what, I was seeing, what you wanted, but uh, I was validating you. Yeah, I just want a Jason. I just want a Jason Momoa rock movie defending Hawaii from people. I gave you a Jason Momoa rock movie. I even put it in Twitter and tagged The Rock, and then he didn't say nothing back because he I, doesn't want someone else big in his movie. He has to have I little short guys. What was it? What was it? Aquaman versus uh, Black Adam, bro. Oh, Black Adam. Yeah. I actually support that. Instead very, of Black Adam much. fighting someone that's just going to be like him. Yeah. You know? Lame. Lame. Lame and dumb. Um, what uh, else did weakest, Arnold do around there? Dave? Weakest point, <laughs> weakest point of Jingle All the Way. Um, yeah. Sorry, Jake Lloyd, to pile on. You weren't great in Phantom Menace, and, man, you were not great in this. Who's that Is one? It te- uh, he was the child. He was this. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's oh, yeah, terrible. he played Anakin. That's right. He's a terrible actor. He's terrible. And people are like, oh, I'll be mean to kids. Uh, Haley Joe Osmond would beg to differ. Uh, appreciate good child actors. So would the Olsen uh, twins. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, like, oh, they're older off, kids. <laughs> they're not that much older. Actually, the kid in the Santa Claus is actually pretty good, even though it, it's... Eh, but he did a good job portraying Ch- the character he's supposed to be. Child actors, child actors are usually shit. Yeah. So work hard to get a good child actor. Yeah. They can break. They can break your film very quickly. That's another cool thing um, I liked about the Santa Claus movies. The same kid mm-hmm. that played the kid in the first one plays him throughout all three movies. They brought him back as an older. You know, he he looks horrible would, growing up, but. <laughs> I would be very interested to know if Jingle All the Way came out after Phantom Menace, which I don't know if it did. Jingle All the Way. Um, Let's find out. I will find because out. Because Jake, Jake Lloyd is awful. Jingle All the <laughs> Way came out in 1996. So it came out before Phantom Menace then. So Apparently there's a Jingle All the Way 2. What? No. With Larry the Cable Guy? Ew! <laughs> Larry's Nobody daughter wants that. only one thing for Christmas, a talking bear. His daughter's right, right, stepdad right. intends to make sure that Larry can't get one. Wow. That is probably what people think the original is. <laughs> That's awful. That sounds awful. Why does it have to be Ew. a stepdad? Why does it have to be a dad trying to do something nice for his son and then the stepdad trying to stop the dad from doing something nice for his son Dude, that just makes I the loved... stepdad look like an ass and then at the end yeah. the stepdad should not be with the mom anymore exactly <laughs> like, i love what? the idea of this i love the idea of the slimy neighbor trying to like yeah. move in. he kind of he realistic. kind of reminded me of freaking ned <laughs> flanders the simpsons yeah i'll give you that Except he was just like oh, trying to get with the wife yeah, instead yeah, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. he was trying to diddle her. 
I really do the like, labor. <laughs> I really like Jingle All the Way, man. I think I think it's I think it's really really good. I, I and like Arnold like being this weird, like you know his accent being strange and and and, and they never talk this, about his accent in any movie he's ever fuck in. Fuck it, just go. They're just like fuck it, go. He's a normal person. We're not gonna say where he's from. <laughs> he's like a sales associate. It's like. How do you ever close a deal over the phone? Yeah. Nobody could understand you. <laughs> oh um, boy. No, I really I really I really really like that movie like a lot. I don't think um, people think thought he was going to be as big as he is cuz when like he did Conan or Red Sonja or Terminator the first one, he didn't really talk. So they didn't have to worry about that issue. Um I don't know about that. I mean, this was, you said it was 96. Yeah. I mean, he's already got, he had a lot uh, of stuff before that six solid films. And I mean, he talks a lot in Terminator. I mean, not the first one, not the first one, not the first one. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, cause Conan, the two Conan movies, the Terminator and red Sonja were like his first four big films. And then he did commando predator running man dude and all that predator shit. and running man are good shit and he talks a lot in both apparently movies. he was on an episode of tales from the crypt what i want to see that i want to see I him w- on tales I from the crypt i absolutely <laughs> want to see that you better fucking send me a leak by the end of the day sir the switch um, i absolutely Ooh, fucking want to see i kind of want to see that <laughs> um and okay total so- recall Wade, when you did the most talking, I love fucking Total Recall. I love the reboot Total or the remake. I I dislike that one. They it's went more based on the book with that, and I'm like, no, because the other one was cooler. They actually only went to Mars. About, <laughs> only thing good about that film is Kate Beckinsale being hot, and um the the fight scene, uh the shitty weird CGI camera movement after he wakes up. Mm-hmm. In jo- John Choi, John Cho's fucking room, and they like do that cool camera movement from the remake when he shoots a bunch of yeah. Okay, that's the only cool. Scene. I don't remember that movie that well. I just know movie's I didn't appreciate shit. it when it came out. Mo- movie's a big bag of sweaty penis. Um, so Jingle All the Way, yeah, good shit. Lo- love it. I think it's great film. Go see it if you haven't. Uh, if you don't it's like a- it, then uh, you don't like fun. I love the you last like scene, one. too. I'm just kind of like, so we're giving people real jetpacks now when they're in the parade? What's up? Sure, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it's it. got those moments Dude. that just make me laugh, but it also has like the undertone of like everything at that that's po- perfect. At that, point, I, at that point, I saw a midget get hit across a room like 30 feet on a straight line. I saw a bomb explode. And the, and the only thing that happened to the policeman is he burned his hands. Yeah, he and burned his gloves off or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I go, a lot of dumb shit happens. So they set me up. They set me up for the stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love me some jingle all the way. Jingle so, all the way. Shut up, so dog. good call. Yeah. So good call. Yeah. Good call. All right. What so, else you got? That give was me, my top. Me. That was my top seven of like everything we watch God, you every had year. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. And we're only okay. two in, so <laughs> we have Fuck, to man. we have to get knocking some of them out. Um, because we go, watched go, Home go. Alone last night. We watched Santa Claus a few days ago. 
<clears throat> anything anything you're trying to add to the list or anything that you're like really looking forward to this year? Mm, nothing I'm looking forward to. That's like just major. Trying to finish out, just trying to finish out your list. Yeah, I I want to I want to watch uh, Krampus this year finally. But that's one okay. that's not going to be. You've never seen Krampus? No, I have it on Blu-ray, but I've never. I've had it for the last um, two years. I can't. I think you're going to love it. I honestly think you're going to love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, maybe tonally, I might. I've um, heard that it's, it's, it's got a good like. It it shifts from like kind of like scary to campy funniness and shit like super fast. It's just think Christmas Vacation but dark. Yeah. Like dark horror. Um, it's really fucking amazing for two full acts. And then, um, the third act, they get CGI heavy yeah. and the ending is retarded and I hate everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of like Tusk it. then, right? Uh, Except Tusk didn't, didn't use CG. They just went with a rubber suit. Uh, but I like, <laughs> but I like the characters. I like the characters and I like the film and. This is uh, this sounds really dumb, but like after a couple of reviews, somebody brings up the sound design. Mm-hmm. I love it on a technical level. Yeah. It's so fucking well done. And then I remember when it was in I'm, theaters, but I just never had a chance to see it. Um. So let me let me let me throw it at you. I'm gonna throw one thing at you, mm-hmm. and then when you watch it, let me know what you think. Because I really do think you're gonna enjoy it. Um. I enjoyed it. I would say I'd give it a solid. You should watch it. I don't necessarily care anymore. Right. But I mean, I once you've seen it, you know, you've made up your mind. Yeah, if you're gonna I, watch enjo- it I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, gingerbread man. CGI gingerbread man. That's like what tell- the CG is in this. In Krampus? You're going to see it. You're going to see it. You're okay. going to see it happen. Once you see that happen, that is the moment where you see the movie shift. Which gingerbread man? It doesn't matter. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to do anything. When you see a CGI gingerbread man in any context, mm-hmm. could be like up on a wall. Could be- oh, you mean there's like a CG gingerbread man in the movie? Yes. I thought you were talking somebody, about the gingerbread man movie. Somebody, no, no. Somebody could throw <laughs> a cookie. Somebody could be throwing a cookie at the window. Somebody could be putting on a gingerbread man costume that's just when that just a, changes up when a gingerbread man cgi thing happens that is when hannah and i both looked at each other and i go i'm out i don't care <laughs> did you at I'm least finish it done. up right oh yeah no we finished okay. it and i hate the and i don't like the ending at all um but everything up until pretty much until the third act i fu- it was a brilliant film mm. i thought i think it's i think it's really really good but not for me. Did it feel rushed um, at the end then? I mean, I'll sh- I'll know no. this as soon as I watch it, but Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I think uh they went too much CGI and um I fuck, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the ending got changed. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they had they knew where they were going and somebody said no. We need to and make this a little dumber. It's too could. or something it was like or maybe it was like too dark we right need a different ending remember this is a christmas time movie it has to be stupid somewhere <laughs> exactly so um i think i think you'll really like it yeah I, I i do i i don't think it's terrible i i i just it it set me up for something yeah 
and then it didn't pay off, and it's, I got a little pissy about it. It's one I'll probably, uh, hopefully, I'll get to watch it tonight or something when kids go. To I bed. hope you do. I so. I really hope you do. Um, honestly, on a technical level, I think it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Once the CGI comes in, it gets a little shit. But like, you got you confused the, the shit on me though when you said gingerbread man. I thought you were sorry. Literally talking no, about the no, gingerbread no, no, no. man movies. I was like, no, no, no. Which no. gingerbread man movie? Because <laughs> there's like four of them, I think. No, 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 no. And they're, those uh, are ginger, horrible. <laughs> a gingerbread man CGI moment happens. Gotcha. And that's kind of like the catalyst for the dumb. Gotcha. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm out. Um, yeah. But so. no, I'm always looking for for something else to watch but these those are my seven top ones um awesome that we went over already because because like bad list i i don't know there's some adult stuff that i like to watch but these are the ones that's these are family this is everything we always watch because you know i mean people call gremlins christmas i I think gremlins is a christmas-ish movie but it's it's like Die Hard for me. Yeah. It's like it's in the tone, but it's but also it's good. It's technically PG, so I can watch that with the kids and there you go. be like, "It's PG. It's, it's passable. <laughs> it's okay." Like I said so, but you know, Gremlins, man, Grem- fucking Gremlins is fine. It'll yeah. be fine as a Christmas movie. I again, I would. I watch it all, I, any time of the year, so it doesn't really. It's not like I'm pulling it out for Christmas. Yeah. Unless she yeah, asks yeah. for it. I mean. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Me too. Um, uh, but as far as anything list. that I've haven't seen yet, that's out. Yeah. There's nothing I'm really like. I said I was looking forward to Black Christmas, and they, they ruined it for me just because the, I'm they telling you, dude, felt I think, rushed. I think Cla- I think Klaus is gonna deliver on yeah. Netflix. I think it's gonna deliver. Yeah. I did. Uh, um, there was another one. Like, what was it? Was that Vanessa Hudgens thing you watched? The night, the night of Christmas. Oh, the night? Uh, the night before Christmas, but it's night as in like a medieval night. And <laughs> <laughs> you watch that, Nick. Nick turn. Nick was like, I want to watch a Hallmark movie, and I didn't want to no. watch like an actual Hallmark movie, but I had seen yeah. a trailer for like Netflix's like Christmas movies. Yeah, and the other two that were on there that I was going to turn on. I, I didn't want to watch the second one without watching the first one because they were like direct sequels to each other. And it had the star from iZombie in it. Um, the one chick from iZombie. But so I was like, yeah, we're Rose not- McIver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, we're not going to watch these. I was like, there's another one. And then I found like the TV show that Netflix did some Christmas TV show with uh, uh, Quaid, uh, Dennis, whatever, Quaid, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, she didn't want to watch that, so I was like, "Fuck it, here's one." And then I like, cause I found it. You could tell by the picture; it was like Hallmarky. I was like, "Let's yeah. watch this one then." And I watched it, dude. Let me tell you, like, I mean, <laughs> it's a Hallmarky movie, so there's not much like to go like, you know, what the fuck on, you know? Because if you yeah. know it, you can't go into a Hallmark movie expecting gold. Yeah. I went into this Hallmark movie expecting shit. <laughs> And still delivered. I still was laughing my ass off though. The whole movie was just, it was stupid, but the way that the, the, the main lead, the male lead in this movie was delivering his lines. Cause he's supposed to be a knight from the 1300s. Yeah. He was delivering it like fucking comedy gold. I was just like perfect timing on his behalf and everything. I was like, this is like fucking in a good hilarious. way or like, like in a good way or farcical way. Like, he was doing like he's it. retarded and we're laughing at him. No, like, it's like 
so because of the him being a knight and everything, it's like Have you he, ever seen he was Keith, just Kate and Leopold. Yeah, yeah. Is it kind of like that? Um, no. I uh, maybe somewhat. Like he's fish out of water talking like yeah, an asshole. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, but he's also like learning like slang at the same time. Okay, because like, he stays up one night and like watches TV and starts learning oh, no. like words and stuff, and like. He has an Alexa in the room, and Alexa wouldn't shut the hell up for him. So oh, no. he put so, and this is one of the funny things because he talks like he's like in those times, and not like just like the words he says, but like how he says them, how he delivers them. Yeah. He's like, I put the Alexa, uh, Alexa play because she said Alexa play, and then said whatever. So that's what he said, Alexa play play this or whatever you know. And so he said. She comes in the room. She's like, where's the Alexa? And, and he's like, I put the Alexa play in the uh, outdoor box in the freezer. <laughs> he's like, she wouldn't shut up. So I punished her. And I felt that that punishment was according to her crime. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it just made me laugh like the dumb shit that was in it. And you're like laughing at it, but pseudo. With yes, it. it was. Okay. It was funny. Like everything like, else like, in the thing was just stupid. And then they like almost shoehorn almost like, some bullshit into it later. Almost like the movie thought like it knew that it was like vaguely kind of like, yeah. it, like it knew it was. Stupid. Yeah. And there was stuff in there. Like even me and Nikki, like Nikki was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And yeah. she liked that shit, you know? But it's fine. It's like... But, like... It was silly. So it was fun to laugh at. He, they put him in the, her guest house. Because she has a guest house. Because... Fair enough. I don't know why. But her guest house looked so nice. I was like... I was like, damn. I want the fireplace that's in their guest house. Because it was like... So, okay. First of all, the guest house structure, interior of it, kind of looked like a castle, too. Like using stone on the wall and all that shit. So I was like, why does the guest house look like that? And Nick's like, that's their guest house? That's not their guest house. I was like, yeah, that is. It's the guest house. And, uh, okay. the, but the guest house is completely decorated with Christmas decorations too, with stockings Boo. on that fireplace. I was like, Boo. what? <laughs> why? Boo. And then I don't even think we actually get a scene in the house house. It's just in the guest house. So you know, it's like they just had one set and they were like, let's use this. There's stone on the walls. It's kind of reminiscent to his home. And we were also like, what the hell? Because when they were in the 1300s showing the castle, there were like nice glass windows in the castle. Like normal glass that we have today. And we're both like, they didn't have glass windows in the 1300s, especially like that. It was so bad. There's so many little things like you, they could put glazing on the glass to at least make it look older and shit, but it was all right. Yeah. So you shouldn't have asked me about that thing. It's it's, no, I've that was hysterical. It's entertaining to watch. No bullshit. I almost want to watch it to laugh. (laughs) I want to give it a giggle. She's not a good actress anymore. Maybe it's just the style of the movie. I know like when they do hallmarks. Yeah. Dude, do you really need to bring your A game for something like that? Um Like let's be yes. fair, Rose McIver is doing those like princess movies and it's like I love her and I zombie, but she's pretty shit in everything else. Well they also had uh Emmanuel 
Kiki in it? I don't know. Sure. Oh, she, Cherokee? Cherokee, yeah. She's she played hot. the, the like, love interest in the, uh, the Zohan. <laughs> uh, you know who I remember as? The hot, sexy lesbian bartender from Waiting. Was she in that? Yes, she was. Okay. And that was my first introduction to her, and she's Creaky. gorgeous and awesome. She Well, she plays and, a housewife in this one. <laughs> um. All right, well, we got bad movies, so do I come to my list and either add more bad, or <laughs> do I tell you what I like? Oh, apparently she's in Super Troopers, too. Um. Yeah, go ahead. Ooh. Um. Okay, so I lined up with Isaac with Muppets. Muppets uh-huh. is probably my number one. Okay. Muppet Christmas Carol is probably my number one. I love that. I love that film. Um, uh, Jingle All the Way might be two or three, which we lined up. Now, here comes the weird ones. Um, (laughs) I do like Die Hard. We do watch Die Hard. I don't. It's not one that I feel I need to watch before the end of Christmas. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy it. Um, We do have this. It's another Muppet. It's. uh, jug jug band. Fuck, Mrs. Emmett's jug band. Something like that. I cannot remember the title ever. Um, but I also the one that I really, 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 really like mm-hmm. is Nightmare Before Christmas. I enjoy yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, people make the argument it's a Halloween movie. It's not. It's, it's the it Christmas movie. Christmas, as Christmas in the title. Fuck you. They only celebrate Halloween once in that movie. They celebrate. They go through Christmas land the entire rest of the movie. Exactly. Um, I enjoy that one a lot. Um, it's. Oh, here we go. Uh, Emmett Otter's. Oh, God damn you. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Okay. It is. It is a Jim Henson film. It's a little slow. It's a little boring. But I do enjoy it. It's one of those ones that, like, I almost, like, push myself through. <laughs> uh, I, but I enjoy it. Um, and I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Terry Pratchett, a really renowned author who uh, created this uh, world called Discworld. Um, his writings are not for everyone. They're barely for me. Uh, I, the name sounds familiar. What is he... He made this thing. Uh, this is the prominent story for me. It's called Hogfather. Okay. And essentially what happens is they live on a world with a giant space turtle with three elephants that hold the earth on their back. That sounds so familiar. That is how insane it is. That sounds like something I would like watch. <laughs> You should watch it. It's um, but it's BBC, so I will tell everyone it's dry and boring. It's a uh, buy the Blu-ray because the DVDs are broken into two, which sucks. It's a three-hour-long film. Um, essentially, what happens is Hogfather is Santa. Oh, they did Good Omens. Good Omens is Terry Pratchett. Exactly. Yes. Okay, that's exactly. I was new. Yes. I had like had yes. seen the name recently. Yes. Okay. Um, um, but don't but don't tell yourself if you like good omens that you'll like Hogfather. Right. You might not. Um BBC is very dry humor, it's very slow. Um, but the concept is awesome. Um Hogfather 
is doing all this stuff and there's this weird committee that wants to kill him because of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'll let you figure it out. Hogfather disappears and death, literal death, skeleton man decides to take up the mantle because his daughter joins him and they feel this crusade to keep the Hogfather's myth alive and do what they need to do. Um, Four reasons. I'll let you figure them out. But the idea of a big skeleton death man trying to be um, uh, Santa is awesome. There's this scene where he gives a child a sword Mm -hmm. because he goes, well, that's what she wanted, (laughs) you know? And uh, so he doesn't quite get it. And uh, his daughter is this really beautiful actress uh, who's dealing with some kids too. And they just go into all this mythological crazy stuff. It's super hyperbolic. It's insane. I, it's so hard to describe. There's so much insanity. There's this assassin called, uh, everybody calls him tea time because of the way his name's spelled, but it, he has to correct everyone. It's tea timey. He pretty much goes and assaults the tooth fairy. <laughs> um, all kinds of shit happens, man. If it doesn't tell you like how insane this kind of story is, you gotta watch it. It's not for everyone. Um, again, if you got three hours and you can, um, trudge through some slow moments, shit's pretty fun. It's fun. It's different. Costumes are great. Um, it's just fun. It's fun. I don't know. Um, let's see. I got. Muppets, Jingle, Hogfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, I don't need to explain Nightmare Before Christmas. Everybody right. likes Nightmare Before Christmas. This is good shit. Um, jingle, yeah. uh, jingle I honestly, bells. Honestly, that's, <clears throat> that's pretty much all I got, man. Like, I love, uh, I love Christmas movies. I think they're great. Mm. I love the music. And speaking of music and Christmas movies, this is you brought up a movie I do want to see for Christmas. It's called Anna and the Apocalypse. I've heard of this. It's a it's a it's a Christmas zombie musical movie. Okay. (laughs) It's um, I think I saw it. It was on Amazon or Netflix uh, yesterday. Uh, but we didn't watch it because we wanted to finish up the show we were f- watching. So, uh, but yeah, it, it. I've heard good things about it, and for a fun, you know, Christmas horror esque type movie. I mean, zombie musical. Yeah. <laughs> you said yeah. musical, and it just popped in my head. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Fuck Elf. Elf. Yes. We talked about it for two seconds. Elf is something that I watch every year. I think it's wholesome. I think it's good for everyone. I think Will Ferrell does a great job. Zoe Deschanel is wonderful. Um, I mean, the the cast is brilliant. The concept is great. Uh, it's modern, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. Um, I, I I think that's a I think that's a really good one. That's that's probably that probably weeds out about my top five. But um, yeah. I, uh. Uh, we'll, we'll, I think we're about to get into quote unquote closing statements. Closing I, uh, statements. What the 100% fuck was that? I say, I say 
Muppet Christmas Carol is the film that if you haven't seen it, go see it. It you will enjoy it. Um, one hundred percent. Even yeah. if you don't like Muppets, even if you do not like Muppets, it's well done. It's the music is fantastic. Michael Caine is brilliant, and it's it's just fun. And it's Christmas Carol, so you already know the story. You get to just see a fun retelling. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. If I had to, if I had to force anybody to go out of their comfort zone and go see something that's really fun, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, one hundred percent. It's a great film. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I got. Uh, Sounds like Santa Claus is probably yours. Santa Claus is my top. Um, just because, I mean, I'm also a Tim Allen fan. Not everyone is. Not everyone can no. deal with that. And the I mean, premise, though, I, the premise Claus, of the good. Santa Claus is just. For me, it's it's great, it, but you know you also do have like the thing of like okay, so if Santa Claus is real and these adults don't believe in Santa Claus, where's all these presents coming from? You know, maybe there's magic that puts that thought in those parents' minds that they bought those presents. We yeah, don't know. They don't dive into that. But use your brain, people. Just think about it. <laughs> or maybe don't. Either or don't way. think about it. <laughs> or don't. Stop overthinking. It's a Christmas it. <laughs> movie. Have fun. Go watch The Night Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, you're great. Gosh, that um, movie. I won't. I probably will never watch that again. I say probably because so, um, I don't know what I'm going to watch when I'm old and fun. dying. <laughs> uh, so I can't wait to. I can't wait to give my. Um, my review of Klaus. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. That's and, what um, you're looking forward to watching, right? Absolutely. Okay. Fucking absolutely. Okay. Um, we have Christmas time. I guess, do we want to go topical? Um, topical. Really, it's December now. Movies and theaters are pretty much going to be 1917, Jumanji, The Next Level, and Rise of Skywalker. That's pretty much what we got to cats. live on. I heard Cats is actually oh, cats. good. Um. Based, maintain- based on the the cinematography and the yeah. music. Can I say, I, one, you can't go off the merits of the music, which, I mean, I guess you could be changing. There's songs, some original stuff, I think, in it. But I would argue you're already going to get those, yeah. fan, those fans there. Um, the aesthetic. It's the only thing that's wrong with it is the faces. Yeah. The character design is the only thing wrong with this film. And... Um, I'm not going to see it in theaters because I think their character design is retarded and they should have done better. <laughs> I will see it as soon as it comes out because Hannah is a huge cats fan. Yeah. I like musicals. I very, very much love musicals. Um, I saw what they were going for and they didn't, they just didn't get it. Yeah. They didn't get there. They made a mistake and it's, I think it would have been better if they would have just done it as people in costumes, like the players, the stage play, people, which in they've cost- done. I think my problem, my problem was, is they didn't pick a side. Do you do the people in costumes or do or you, do do the you cat? completely CG CGI their faces? Yeah. They put human faces on cats and that's dumb. Yeah. If they would have made their faces look like cats, it'd have been, fun. and they made some cats have boobs. It was like weird. like it was, like yeah. human boobs. It's like no, somebody, there should be nipples on all of those cats that. Are <laughs> somebody made a joke where you did this fucking dumb shit where it's like it's too weird for normal people, and furries can't jerk off to it. <laughs> like you know what I mean? And I go, man, if you're if you're if you're getting uh, 
If you're getting comments like that, man, you right? fucked up somewhere. Um, 1917, war movie during Christmas. As much as I want to see the film, I don't know if I want something heavy during Christmas time. I think I like I, if you I brought, see it, I'm going to see it anyways by myself. I know I'm gonna love it. I think it's gonna be great. I, so. I, I I'm gonna maintain my high hopes. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, Jumanji Next Level. It's gonna be better than Rise of Skywalker. And it's really honestly Jumanji I think Next Level. Like I heard, I really only heard some negative things about that movie before I went and watched it. So I was looking for like what these negative things were that people were saying, which I usually never do. But in watching that movie, it's, it's, it's a good fun action film. They, they kind of keep it up with the same, uh, tone as the, the first one, but uh, I I would say based on the trailer, there's three (laughs) things you're going to have to get over. Um, they're gonna over CGI. They can't help themselves. They're stupid. They're gonna they're gonna go too as grandiose. As CGI as the first one. Hmm? It's as much CG as the first one. Maybe. I, I I'm going off. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And I'm going off the trailer. Um, like, cause like the emu or the ostriches or the emus or whatever going through the desert. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of nonsense. I mean, it's nothing worse than the fucking hippos from the first one. Wrong. It was one hippo. Um. <laughs> Um, I would say they're just going to do everything dialed up to 11, which is what sequels do. Yeah. They can't help yeah. themselves. Um, that, that'll be my, that'll be one of my biggest hangups. Um, oh man, the reasoning for why they get back into the game is going to be contrived and so forced. Nobody would subject themselves to going back into the game. Nobody. I don't care if you're sad or whatever. You die in the game, you die in real life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Um, that's horseshit. So whatever they do to force themselves back in, and based on the trailer, they're so whimsical about being sucked in again. If you watch the first one, that is a horrifying experience. Yeah. yeah. And even in even in the remake, it's like, what is happening? This one, they know what's going to happen, and they're okay with it. I don't like that. That seems strange. Um, and the third thing is, is just, again, they're just, I, I'm going to double up on they too big, too much. Yeah. They're going to add all the things that were funny about the first one. They're going to overdo it's, it. And it's not going to be funny anymore. It's a good family movie though, for the holiday. I'll but say I that. think it's going to be fine. As far as th- like Christmas time and shit, go ahead, go see that. Let me, it's going to be better me, than Skywalker. Let me put it out this way. My argument was, Last Jedi is a piece of shit, which dismantled Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That was the sequel. I'm going to argue that Jumanji, the the last one, was a sequel. As much as you want to, don't want to call it it, it, it was is. a sequel to the original. They reference dude in Jumanji. Exactly. But they do a good job. Yeah. And I think they did fine. Yeah. I Do I think it's perfect? Do I think it's as good as the first one? No. They actually did a good job. Because that's and where the one fine. character's hiding out, right? In Alan's place? Sure. I think. Sure. My issue is... My issue is, is Last Jedi is a big fuck you to the fans. And Jumanji tried. Mm-hmm. So, you earned my respect to come to the sequel. Regardless of what you do. Right. Last Jedi says, go fuck you. The only reason why people are going to see this is either because they're being paid to go see it or people want to go make fun of it or 
people go, it says Star Wars, it's Christmas. Real fans are not going to this shit to, to watch it unironically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, Except for, you know, I mean, you got the people that just don't really, they don't pay attention to all the, but that's the what I'm talking politics about. The, of it and all that stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. People who just show up no matter what. Yeah. They got a ticket, they got a freebie, or they're bored, or they're, it's like, I don't give a fuck about Jumanji, I don't give a shit about this, I don't, I don't want to watch a war, war mm. movie, I don't want to watch Frozen 2. But I'm sorry, for once in my life, I'm telling you, Jumanji sequel, strong. 1917, critically acclaimed. Frozen 2, still out. I hope Jumanji I, can keep up the, the, the audience going in. That way they don't get pushed to the wayside for more screens to open up for Skywalker and Frozen. Because right now in my theater, Frozen is still like in so many screens and it's ridiculous. Disney's banking on Frozen 2. I'm telling you right now, and and I've been saying it almost six months ago. I got podcasts to prove it. I think (laughs) Rise of Skywalker is going to fucking bail. Uh, I think it's going to bomb. I, I think it's bad. I think it's terrible. I know the leaks. Yeah, I've read the the leaks extensively. It's an awful, 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 awful thing. And um, Star Wars is dead. Um, I think Mandalorian can maybe help, but man, I fell off on that show. They did a lot of dumb shit. I I think they rushed the season out. I feel that a lot of them are doing that. What I'm banking on is that this is gonna uh, Rise of Skywalker is gonna tank. You're going to have enough people caring about Mandalorian and they're going to put all their money on that. They're yeah. going to, and they're going to write better for next year. Um, so season one's pretty lackluster. I think there's three good episodes out of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll rewrite it and it'll be fine next year. I think, I think they're going to put all their stock there. Um, what are if they, you wanna, what are they doing next year? Like the second season, what do you, mean? you mean? Yeah, okay. that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Of. And Mandalorian's doing good enough, and Disney Plus is their platform. I'm still I, not buying in until I see something decent from Marvel from them. Because Marvel is really the only franchise that I actually watch of their shit anymore. Honestly, mine's Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons, yeah. Did, I, I watch old Simpsons shit. Dude, well, yeah, I mean, like, so I'm talking weird. about, like, new content, not, yeah, like... reason to reason to get you to buy it. Yeah. I bought it because I just watched Simpsons. I love yeah. Simpsons. Which they I started taking shit off so of Hulu. Much. I was in the middle of watching stuff yeah. on Hulu, and they take it off and put Fuck it on Hulu. there. Fuck Hulu. It's like, come on, man. Fuck Hulu. Um, but um, for Christmas, I gotta say, go watch Muppets. Go yeah. watch Jingle All the Way for fun. Go watch Jingle. And, um... All the way. And I want to hear what and I want to hear what everybody has to say about Klaus. Yes. So, In the comments, that. don't forget people to like us on here, this SoundCloud or subscribe or like, on or like Mike and leave a dirty iTunes comment shit. about about me because Yeah, go ahead do that too. I am the I am the baddest of bald men. Have a good Christmas. Give us some Christmas joy by giving us some uh, like uh, yeah. comments and shit people. We need this stuff. To make ourselves Merry, feel better. Our in- Merry Christmas, <laughs> you filthy animals. A happy New Don't Year. You, have no. a qu- you oh, better have, I you got better a, have quotes. a fucking quote for me. Two you quotes. better have a quote for me. Technically, it's two quotes. But Bring it! We're going to put it together as one quote. Merry Christmas, everybody. 
Quote from Howard Langston from Jingle All the Way. I am not a pervert. I was just looking for a Turbo Man doll. It's Turbo Time! Ta-ta, Turtle Man. Later, nerds. Boom, boom. <laughs> you just finished another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch every episode of Operation Babble on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babble. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babble group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Don't forget to find Mike on all social platforms, including YouTube, by searching Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S. You can find John on Instagram and YouTube via Bald Man Bad. Thanks and have a great day.